Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. It's the Run of Fez show on a Monday. A very bloody money for the people who playing Highlander. Uh, it's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That is our phone number. You are free to give us a call today. Um, Chris Stanley having some technical issues as we start. Nothing was hooked up, Chris? Hooked up incorrectly. Who's uh, in charge of the interns? That's Shelby. Shelbo? I'm telling them to double check those next time. It's not that you tell them to double check. You have to oversee people while they're getting started. They don't come into this knowing how to do everything. That's the thing. You just don't tell people to do stuff. You go through it with them until they get it. I am not acting like they should come in here understanding how to do stuff. That's why we have an internship. Who oversees who uh, Shelby? That is me. Then Chris, you just got a demerit today. Fuck! Two, do, two more demerits, and you're off the lacrosse team. And I'm serious about that. Is Shelby up to uh, handling the training of the uh, interns? The 360s is a basic, basic... It's, I mean, bro, I'm just plugging XLR cables into the back of a box. You gotta understand something. 
I got Greer Barnes coming in here today. Greer Barnes. Let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. So, I want everybody on point. Yeah. You know, because it's Greer Barnes. Greer Barnes. Let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. Now, remember, Greer Barnes was in our Highlander, and he is... Chris, second demerit for not being in tune when you're singing. I don't know how I'm going to get that demerit off. Mm. I don't have a great voice. Not the American scum. A big Highlander weekend. And Chris Stanley, you were telling me that the person taking it the most serious, in your opinion, is Jay Morris. Oh my God! I've just a barrage of texts all weekend long. Just he's he is locked into this eliminator challenge so hard. Let's see how he did. Jay Moore has survived another week. All right, you're so far out of tune here, Chris. I need you to seriously sing like an angel. That's all I'm asking you to do is sing like an angel. I'm on it. I'm on voice lessons to make this thing great. Okay. But I'm not. I'm going to take off one demerit because I didn't know you were doing voice lessons. Okay, great. It's back to one demerit. And the lacrosse team uh, needs you. Good. Because in two weeks we're playing Radner. And those fucking rich boys don't fuck around. I'm going to enforce on those assholes. I mean, look. The, the Watch the language. Team needs okay? me. I need that team. I know. <laughs> but you know what? You represent the team. Okay. When you put on the fucking maroon and gray like that. I think uh, it looks good on me. I don't know. It's a little tight. The belly's showing. <laughs> That's my look on the field. One more demerit then. To oh, be happy oh. with it instead of embarrassed. <laughs> All right, so we'll explain for, you know, because we get new listeners every day. Highlander is a game of elimination, and we're having comedians play this year. Uh, and it's been an ugly year of football. You know what I mean? Oh, disgusting. Like every time you turn around. I tried to watch the pregame yesterday, and it was more like a PSA for wife abuse and child abuse than it could be football. It's, you know what I want to see? Yeah. Quarterback abuse. <laughs> I want to see a fucking quarterback get hit, like the old days, get hit so hard. But now... We protect the quarterback, yeah. but we, we've left the women and children <laughs> exposed. <laughs> You're the best. So play the Highlander Open that Shelby forgot to set up. Fez Highlander. There can be only one comedian football challenge. One comedian will live forever in infamy, never to be forgotten. There can be only one. So you get one game a week to play. 
It seems easy. You just pick one team. But if that team loses, you are out, and you are no longer one of the princes of the universe. No, you're just a headless corpse rotting. Does the head have to be cut off? In Highlander, yes. But what if... Okay. But what if someone is just stabbed or shot? They don't die? They don't die. It has to be a decapitation. Now, what if you're driving along, no one did it to you, Yeah. and you're decapitated? You're That's it. You're done. You get wow. that. Yeah. Even though no one did it. Yeah. No, but if you lose that head, it's, you're, it's over, buddy. Um, let's play this game. Pete Davidson. Everybody loves... Pete Davidson has survived another week. All right, Chris, yeah. another demerit. And next time, let's try it without you singing, just to see if it sounds better. I just I hear Bruce it. Shelby comes in. Like his balls are cut off high. I mean, he's right there. Look, I'm all ball, all right? All right, I got uh, more uh, Pete Davidson news, and head on over to com to see this. Pete Davidson just added to the cast of Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. So now, two of our buddies this year that, you know, uh, hung out with us since we started this show on Raw Dog, uh, Pete Davidson and Michael Che... Both get Saturday Night Live. Michael Che, we found out just about on Friday. And Michael Che gets the anchor position. Sweet fucking shot. It's huge. It's it's gigantic for Michael J's there. Michael J? Michael Che. Michael Che. Michael Che is his name. Not Michael J. Michael J is Michael Jackson. All right, so we just got a bunch of winners. I guess I'll I'll just run through my big winners here. Jimmy Schubert. Eliminated. Remember, you weren't going to sing, Chris? Another demerit. One one more demerit and you're off the team. Piling up. You get two more demerits, you got to blow everybody in the team. <laughs> oh my God, this is <laughs> terrible. This well, is t- you know, when I run a school, I'm not fucking around with it. <laughs> I'm going to okay? have a head trainer on me? Yeah. Uh, Jay Moore takes this seriously. Who else does? Uh, I'm going to tell you, Don Jameson takes it very seriously. Don Jameson. Yeah. Sports guy. Sports guy. Don Jameson. Turn off his mic, please, because the tapping drives me nuts. I'm going to hit it again. Don Jameson. I hate to see it. Who else takes it? Oh, I know who takes it very, very seriously. Uh, Vic Henley, who's a hysterical man and knows his football. Two brothers that played Division One football. Vic Henley has survived another week.
this thing is so damn exciting. This may be the most exciting thing I've ever been involved in my life. Because you see our friends, they either make it or their heads are cut off. Sundays are just, they're just, I'm not in fantasy and doing anything. This is, this is giving me that action. I love following it. All right, let's go to somebody that we all care about here. The sidekick himself, Big J Okerson. <laughs> now, we love Big J. Love him. Adore. Big J Okerson has survived another week. All right, that that was nice and high. I <laughs> like what you. you're doing. I like what you're doing there. We love Big J. What about our own Pete Dominic? Who doesn't like Pete Dominic? Pete Dominic has survived another week. Oh Jesus! Singing really drives me nuts a little bit. <laughs> What about a guy that I know you even dated for a while, Chris? Jeffrey Gurian. <laughs> no, I never had nothing like that ever happened. You two seem close. We are. At one time when you you and him went in the other room, you came back. His hair was kind of mussed up and high. Ah, uh -huh. gets wild in that booth. I know it does. Jeffrey Gurian has survived another week. How about the great Jim Florentine? It seems like he's taking it serious. Yeah. But Jameson out, did he pick him, did him and Florentine go in like a couple buddies? Jim Florentine has survived another week. Gino Bisconti, by the way, his first week, uh, what's he call his... Uh, Gino Sexy Picks. Gino Sexy Picks, first week one, were 4-0. Yeah. Uh, we need to push them on the air more. Okay. Gino is literally, should like, Al Pacino should go after him, buy him a place down in the <laughs> Lower East Side, and start and get him hookers. He's a money machine. All the guy's doing is, is cashing checks. What is the name of that dumb movie? Uh... Someone like Beat the Odds. Well, I'll find it. Beat the Odds. That's the name of it. It's just called Beat the Odds. That sounds like a movie name. All right, I'm looking at tweets here. Two for Be the money. Two for the money is, is worse than your title. <laughs> Beat the Odds makes more sense. Sam McPants is uh, glad that the Juggalo Free Mondays happened. Uh, I agree, too. I just, I need new imaging for this show. I need somebody who cares. Somebody who shows up in meetings. Somebody who's ready to rock with this thing. I care. Chris, we know for a fact that you don't care. You're almost off the lacrosse team. I can't lose that, too. A lot of those guys don't even like you. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to have to build relationships with them. This isn't about you. It's about Gino Visconti. Oh. Gino Visconti. Survived another week. What about the roommate of Big J? Mike Fenoya? 
Mike Fenoya, by the way, the tapping is driving me nuts. It's, it's just fucking driving me crazy. Fenoya really, he's into it. Well, I read a Ken Kesey article that he did. He did the last interview with Ken Kesey, brought me in the magazine. Read it over the weekend. It's outstanding. Mike Fenoya has survived another week. Some good ones here. Some good ones. Gotta love this. Gotta love this game. And you know what? This is so much more funny than hearing about child abuse all weekend. Duh. All right. Sick Roy says, if Jeffrey Gurian wins the Eliminator pool, I'm calling it work all the way. Here's the thing. How could it be a work? His picks are up. Yeah, they're all, they're all there. Just go to the page. As Yeah. You'll be able to follow along with their picks. Yeah. And... If this is one of the things, you know, Gurian does that spiritual work, maybe he's close to the football spirits. Yeah, he has he has some sort of otherworldly power, to be totally honest. I mean, he's in week two. He's he's rolling right now. You can see who he picked. Just go to the page. He had the Broncos last night. They came close to losing, too. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're actually controlling the NFL, then suddenly I'm so, cl- I'm so proud of my staff that I say, tap away. Tap, tap, tap away. It's a tap party. Would you have kicked uh, AP off the team forever? No, I'm not kicking AP off the team forever. Did you hear some of the fucking things that happened with that kid? Oh, the like the, the details of what, yeah. And the strap-on? The strap-on? Yeah. I didn't hear about a strap-on. Well, you said he's there forever. Good. I don't see how anyone could pick... That team, but Susie Espen. Susie Espen did pick the Vikings. Oh. Eliminated. See you, Susie. How about this guy who uh, some of us had as a real, real dark horse to win the whole thing? Ryan Sickler. Ryan Sickler. Eliminated. Hannibal Burris has survived another week. Eric Stengel. The only one of the Stengel brothers who knows sports. Eric Stengel has survived another week. Jimmy Pardo has survived another week. Robbie Slowick 
has survived another week. Clayton Fletcher has survived another week. Joe List has survived another week. So many of these folks, they're hanging in. Some of them are hanging in. Yeah. I mean, this thing gets serious. I mean, two weeks is impressive, you know, because... Well, we've lost... Do you think we've lost half in two weeks or close to it? We've lost close to half. Yeah, almost half. I'm just disappointed that people are picking people like the Seahawks in week two against the Chargers. Like, they're not... They're not thinking, like, the Chargers not that bad of a team. Why are you wasting your Seahawks pick on them? And so early in the season. Who would you have picked? I would probably, I would have gone out. I was going to pick the Buccaneers over the Rams. I mean, See, that's what happens when you fucking play games like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you think, I'm saving my big picks, which, by the way, it looks like Jay Moore is doing, yeah. that can cost you. Because a lot of times that you'll find out later, and you don't realize it in the beginning of the season, that the fucking bills are good, and you could use them in a week five. Exactly. You're like, holy shit, these guys are good. We didn't know it. There's always teams that go from worst to first. It's and yeah, uh, Jay Moore had the bills, and I was like, I don't know about this, Jay yeah. Moore, but he was right, and he was throwing him a face. You know, it's kind of cheating with Jay because he's a sports guy for real. Yeah. Um, some of Vic Henley is a sports guy for real. Florentine, Florentine is a sports guy, but Scanty obviously is a sports genius. Yeah, Gurian. Gurian is surprising. I don't mind telling you when I think Gurian's getting help from somewhere, as he does with everything. No, Gurian is on the up and up. Gurian is always like, can you help me, please? <laughs> Could you take some of this tuna off? <laughs> Here's a guy we all love, and I do mean love. Open Mike Eagle. Open Mike Eagle. Why aren't we playing his song, too? It's so great. Survived another week. I didn't know how long this song went on. This is great. <laughs> One day we'll just go through the whole thing. Some great lyrics in it. I'm going to need a lyric sheet. Okay. To be totally honest. All right. I never. I don't know. That, I didn't know that there were other lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Besides, you're the best around. No, he talks about other things about being the best and whatnot. Yeah, that must have been in the album. <laughs> <laughs> Until Mike Eagle, he's still in it. Did we do Sam Morell yet? No, we have not. He should be a lock because this kid knows what he's doing. Sam Morell. Well, he's decapitated. No, but doesn't mean you go to hell. Oh, I guess he could be in heaven. Let's do a big name here. One of the big comedy names in the world. Jim Gaffigan. Oh, boy. Because I already heard this from Gil. Let's do everything we can do to have Gaffigan win this thing. 
Jim Gaffigan has survived another wow. week. I, I will admit this. I'm surprised that Gaffigan's still in it because when your kids are little... Yeah, you're finding yourself at children's parties on Sundays. Oh no! And there's a, that happens to dads. You know what I mean? Keep them on Saturdays at kids' parties. Saturdays is college football too. So you're, uh, you know, I know you're not a college guy, but your weekends stop being yourself, and you don't ever know how these other parents schedule things. You know, yeah, they it's might not, not watch football, right? They're like, they don't. There's plenty of people that don't watch football. Like, you look out your window sometime, if you're fucking drunk enough to focus, and you'll see people walking around doing shit. Weirds me out. I don't like it. I'm like, why are these stores open? Those people realize? Here's a name that's, uh... I gotta admit, I don't know if he's a sports guy, but I know he has obsesses on things, and that's always good for this. Yeah. Gary Gullman. Now, we know he has a sports body. Gary Gullman. As you said when he came in, Chris. Yeah. Growl. I don't like, growl, growl. And he tells us he, he dates black chicks, and that's always a help for sports. Gary Gullman has survived another week. This is the best contest we've ever done in our lives. It's too exciting. It's just every week. It's giving me a reason to live. There's fucking ups. There's lows. Oh, Carla wants to teach us how to do radio. Thank you. You're the best all around. This thing makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. I can't believe Okerson's still in. I'm going to give you a name. Okay. Uh, Joe DeRosa. Star of the Anthony podcast. Joe DeRosa. By the way, did you get a chance to hear that phone call? No. It's fucking great. Those two guys were great. Joe DeRosa. I don't want to pulling for him. Joe DeRosa. But I know who wants him out. Dan Soder. Joe DeRosa. I know who wants him in. New material Seinfeld. Joe DeRosa. But we heard how confused he was last week. <laughs> He's not sure how the NFL he works. He took the Falcons, which the Falcons are one of those teams, they could go either way on you. As a matter of fact, almost all the teams uh, could go one way or another. But here's a guy who's still in our pool and also has some exciting, exciting news. New cast member of Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson. Pete! Hey, how are you, man? Congratulations, Woo! buddy! Yeah! Thank you, you guys. That is so exciting, dude. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm freaking out. I, I, don't, I don't know. This is crazy. Very, very crazy right now. How, how many auditions did you have to do to get this? Uh, it was three, and then, uh, you know, you have a meeting, and uh-huh. that's kind of like, that's an audition too, kind of. Right. Because, you know, you gotta make sure, they gotta make sure you're not a psycho. Right. So, you know, and I fooled them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm uh, very, very excited and very honored, and uh, I think it's gonna be fun. It's amazing. Pete, not only did you get this show, but you got it on the 40th anniversary. So this is going to be an amazingly big year with giant stars coming back. You're going to meet everybody in the history of comedy this year. I know. I, I can't. I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. Dude, so how do you see yourself on the show, Pete? Um, I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm... Uh, <clears throat> I'm so I'm very excited. Uh, I'm, I'm like excited and scared at the same time because, you know, like uh, I'm, I just stand up. So yeah, it's going to be a really cool transition, and I'm going to get to work some uh, some skills that uh, that I, you know I haven't really been able to work. And I think it's going to be a great experience. I'm going to learn a lot from those guys. Those guys are you know fucking geniuses. Yeah, you know, at at uh, what they do. So I'm I'm just really excited to learn and uh, you know start start my new job. Dude, I'm really, really proud of you. This is an amazing accomplishment, man. And, and you know, you should seriously have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, I know some guys find it to be very stressful, but you got to have fun, you know? Yeah, I'm uh, definitely uh, I'm definitely really, really excited. If, definitely is, is there one guy in the history of that show that you wish that you could get advice from? Um, Yeah, I, I would love to hear from Sam. Sam is, like, one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's not going to happen. But I actually, actually got to meet him once. I had a, a meeting at his like company, and he was just there uh, playing video games. And he all he said to me was, uh, "Are you here to make me look fat?" And that was it. <laughs> so, like, that, was, that was all I really ever needed. But all I would right. love to fucking talk to him. Right. All right. So Sandler is the guy for you. Yeah, he's the best. I grew up watching. I know for a fact that when different guys have done the show, uh, you know, the Lonely Island guys, for instance, uh, when they just went there and they had never met him, he gave them a call and, you know, gave them a little bit of advice. So maybe he'll reach out to you this year. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That would be, like, awesome. Um but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really fucking excited. Well, and I'm very, even more excited that I'm still in this fucking pool <laughs> that it, Dan Soder got knocked out first round because he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, he has become the joke of the pool, unfortunately. It makes me so happy because he's he beats me at Madden. And, like, we play Madden all the time. He fucking destroys me, which is sad because he's, yeah. like, in his 30s. But... Uh, yeah, I'm so fucking happy that he doesn't know how to read and that he's already out of the pool. And dude, that just makes me so happy. You know, dude, he does that impression of you, so you ought to, you know, do a bit where your older brother comes on and we'll bring Soder on. <laughs> It'd be hysterical. 
Yeah, he is like a big brother. He's a, yeah. he's a good dude. But he sucks at making uh, picks and reading directions. We all know it. I mean, yes. there's no, you can't hide that one. Sad. Uh, <laughs> Pete, congratulations. We'll talk to you. Uh, for you know, First, congratulations for still being in the Highlander poll. And second, congratulations for this SNL. That's really oh, terrific, kid. You, you're thank great. you so fucking much. Okay. You're a great kid. I wish you all the best. And seriously, have fun with it, all right? All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Pete Davidson, what a great kid he is. And I I did not think of him as, you know, an SL no guy because his stand-up is going great. His MTV stuff is going great. So I didn't even think it would be something where those two worlds would show interest in each other. But, you know, Lawrence sees it. He's got the eye. He's got the eye. And he's still in the pool. Excellent. Excellent. It's all roses for B. Davidson. Uh, by the way, uh, Dan Soder, just for the people who are you know, trying to keep up with this, also made a losing pick this week. <laughs> Why? He's just bad at stuff. Just he doesn't know how to pick games. That's all. Yeah. But he's good at Madden, apparently. Yeah, sure. You win some Joe Montana signed uh, helmet with playing Madden? No. Uh, Mark, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ron, I don't know if you noticed this, but you asked Shelby. Shelby said, you know, he can't believe that anybody would take the Seahawks in week two. So then you said, well, who would you take? And without missing a fucking beat, Shelby said he would take the Bucks over the Rams, and it was definitely a shot at Fez. Let me tell you something. He is so 2.0, I'm waiting for him to start being tappy during the fucking show as well. I'd like to think it was. If it was a dig at Fez, I don't think it could be because I think he gave up all entertainment or maybe just football. I'm not sure. I don't think he... He says he hasn't watched, but you know how how are we to know? No, I think he watched. I haven't watched any NFL this season. I don't know. I don't know, Tappy. I'm just getting this Bucks news now. I don't believe you for a second. Seriously, I don't believe you for a second. No one could just give up their team. You're not even on ESPN, right? If you go to ESPN.com, along the top is all the scores. How could you not just take a peek, right? No matter where you go, football news shows up. He's watching games, and it's Bucks games. And you are so 2.0, just going back to the same things over and over. It was a solid pick. <laughs> Can I just ask this? Is that the same shirt? No, this is the, this is a different shirt. I actually changed mine. <laughs> you got some good quotes there. You should get them up in the iBang article, too. Uh, Pete Davidson finds himself on SNL. Shocker and exciting for this kid. Amazing. And he is a kid. He's so young. How, how old is he? 20. How old are you, Shelby? 23. You fucking boy. I should at least have the late show by now. Something. Ridiculous. Michael Che is doing the show. Over boys. I love it. New York representing. That's right, big Ever up. since fucking Jimmy brought the show back to, <laughs> to New York, everybody's out there making things happen. I can't wait for the new season. Just, just like, oh, hey, there he is. There's our fucking, there's our friend. Chase's uh, delivery is so funny too. Uh, he he killed it on the Daily Show. 
I was loving him on The Daily Show. Now he's going to be on SNL every week. It's amazing. I feel bad for Molly because she fell in love with Pete Davidson this year. And now, you know. She 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 ran away from Pete Davidson. Now she's watching bullfights like a goddamn acid head. She could be hanging out with Pete Davidson. Yeah. Instead, if she could go to the after party for the 40th anniversary. She could be a master of the universe right now. <laughs> One of the princes of the universe. Al in Maryland, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Fez, so does this mean you got rid of your Tampa Bay uh, shower curtain as well? I got rid of that a long time ago, my friend. I'm not buying it. You can't just go cold turkey and quit on them. No way. That, I never understood. Hey, what about your Browns yesterday? Big ups. Big ups. Brian Hoyer. Again, it means you can't bet. You cannot oh. bet. All right. I, well, I bet on the goddamn Seahawks. And I, for some reason, I had faith in the Tennessee Titans. And I just fucking... I hate betting on football. It's impossible. I hate it. How... Where the princes of the universe. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. And it's just so soul-crushing. Like, I thought, since I'm not doing fantasy, all right, my son knows me better. But now, fucking betting on games is just as bad. Well, in a way, it's even worse because you're losing. Yeah, every fucking week. I got to listen to Gino's sexy picks more. I laid off week one in the NFL because, you know, who knows? And he goes 4-0. What do you do this week, you know? How do you make out? Let me double check. I believe I think it was two and two. I have his picks right here. You're the best around. We got to play this uh, Molly uh, or Miley Cyrus that's got everybody so pissed off. We have that up on the iBank? I don't think it's up there. Well, just grab the song. She's covering Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Shelby, I know that you're a little Led Zeppelin fan, right? Huge. I got a tattoo. See, this is why my fucking problem... I got everybody in the wrong fucking position. He doesn't know how to find songs. It's everywhere. Just, you don't have to go to anywhere for it. It's on her SoundCloud. Molly Cyrus, the queen of controversy. I don't know why everyone's always so mad at this girl. They don't like her. There's a SoundCloud right there. All right, now take a listen to this and give us a smash or trash. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ.
Zeppelin fans are, well, they're furious about this. Personally? Yeah. I think it's sexy. I think she's doing a good job. Bull Loney. This is Bull Loney? Yeah. You're a fucking weirdo. This is awful. There's no, like, finesse around. She's just screaming. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's I mean, called, that's called Led Zeppelin. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, hey, Richard, in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Basota, trash. Basota, trash. Check out Zeparella. It's a female. Here's Jason. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. I hate to say it that I agree with Pepper Hicks, but I think she does a pretty good job with it. Um... Yeah, I think she does a fine enough job. Their biggest beef is that someone covered someone, Zeppelin. Someone touched the genius of Led Zeppelin. You know, and, and this is the weirdness of people acting like something is the Bible instead of just music. John, you're on the Run Fed show. Uh, I, I heard the noise, but it's uh, Larry, actually. I give it a smash, and uh, I thought she did a good job. And what people are stupid about, too... Is that listen? It's nice when these old, these younger people cover the classics. But who knows? Now maybe some Miley Cyrus fans like Led Zeppelin because of this song. It's a good thing. Good. Maybe then they'll want to get the lead out every fucking night at nine o'clock. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. But you're on the run of fez show. Man, that's one of Led Zeppelin's classic songs. She destroyed it. Maybe I trash that. That's horrible. The fact that she covered it, you know what I mean, doesn't mean that the Led Zeppelin song has disappeared. People forget, people have covered Dylan songs a year after they happened. They've covered Beatles songs a year after they've happened. 
this whole thing that somehow no one is supposed to cover uh, Led Zeppelin is what makes me laugh most of all. Todd, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, she's doing her thing, man. I think it's a smash. Let her go. You don't think it's bull-oney? Because uh, 2.0 was sure that we were dealing with some baloney here. Uh, Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Not baloney, man. I thought that she was really doing her thing. I I really liked the big Zeppelin fan. I think she covered it well. I uh, first of all, she she sings it better than Plant can now. (laughs) I I look like I said. I think it's sexy. I think the vo- her voice comes off well. And I normally don't like the Zeppelin songs that don't reference uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, so, Jesus. I... So this is fucking even better But it's for me. very Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need them to scream Sauron I mean, or Mordor. I mean, they're close in this song. It is a, it's a kind of pretentious song to begin with. The... Lower, baby, well, yeah, man, I'm feeling it. It's uh, uh, the funny thing is for people who trash Miley Cyrus like she can't sing are not fucking paying attention um, because she can sing, and it really isn't like she didn't take this song and do a pop version of it. That's a traditional. She does it very much in the Zeppelin tradition. Uh, Jay, go ahead, Jay. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, man. I think it would be better if she did it in a slightly different than trying to go toe-to-toe with Zeppelin just because his voice is so good, you know? I'm not even... But. I don't even think Zeppelin wrote the fucking song. And even though people, you know, make fun of most of the time, they've ripped off rips and everything. Yeah. But I don't think this is a plant or page song. Do you know, Shelby? Yeah, it sounds like the style of like some old blues person in the '30s. So they, they made. <laughs> so a rock you don't thing. know. No, but okay. I mean, so that would be the interesting thing to know before, since you're going to be our Zeppelin guy. Greg, you're on the Run of Fest show. They didn't. Oh, they didn't hey, what's going it. on, you guys? Hey, I'm yeah. digging it. Uh, Miley's going full on hippie these days, hanging out with Wayne Cohen from the Flaming Lips. She's got that dirty hippie clothing line out right now, and uh, I thought she pretty much crushed it on that. Good for Miley. Wow, I, I am surprised to hear the pro Miley stuff here. Maybe uh, Chris Stanley put it out there. People are jumping in. Uh, Tom, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron, yeah. I we, uh, we smashed this. Uh, lots of bands covered Zeppelin. You got Warren Haynes and Government Mule doing it. Yeah, but this, great white back in the day. Yeah, but this is also a pop girl who, you know, because you don't sell albums or put out albums the same way, she puts out some cover songs for basically her fans. Yeah. Um, I know we, we didn't go get this up while we were sitting there, right? We didn't put it on the iBang? No. Why don't we uh, do this? Go over to the iBang, uh, sit there and put up the iBang right now as we sit. And there is a topless picture of Miley, and we can smash and trash that as well. This was her from one of the classier magazines, perhaps a Vogue. And there she is, tits out. Chris Stanley, smash and trash. Oh, smash Miley Cyrus's young exposed breasts. The name of this picture is I'm a Golden God, and it's, again, her doing the Zeppelin. She's in the Zeppelin phase. She's still young, so she's in her Zeppelin phase. That's all. Putting out bad nude pics and bad cover songs. Bad nude pics? What's what's wrong? What's wrong with her? Smash. 
They're trash. Guess who? Guess who? The two gay guy who does it like fucking tits now. Oh, those are those nasty. tits are very perfect young tits, as one would expect. Gordon, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good. Good. Uh, listen, I'm going to say uh, Smash. Uh, I'm kind of lukewarm about it. I thought the mix was pretty awful at the beginning. Yeah. But I really want to comment on the fact that people are trashing it because they're upset that she had the audacity to cover Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Led Zeppelin's been sued more than any other band for outright plagiarism. So uh, I think we should probably keep that in mind, too. Um, here's Brian. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron. A, this, um, that is a cover of a cover. The original song was done in like the late 30s or early 40s. And then it was covered by another blues great. And then Led Zeppelin did their cover of it also. So anybody covering music, everyone covers music. I, 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 I hear that Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You was a folk song written by Ann Brennan. Uh, then yeah. known as right. Ann Johansson in the late 50s. So it's not even like one of these 1930s uh, things. It's more of a folk song that they just Lord of Rings it up a little bit. Dave in Tennessee, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, hit the smash. Uh, she also covered Dylan a couple of years back decently. Um, she's uh, a she's I, a real she's got a great voice. I've heard her uh, do a Fleetwood Mac song that sounded. <laughs> Pretty fucking dead on. She did a great Dolly uh, Parton cover of uh, Jolene. So she does have a great voice. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron. Hey, I just want to say that that sound just took me right back to the 80s where there, there was a band called Kingdom Come, as they would call it, Kingdom Copy. Yeah, I remember just that. just like Zeppelin. I, look, I was on radio when Kim, Kingdom Come came out, and they released this by a, as the mystery band. Like, we don't know who it is. <laughs> and it was actually being sold from the angle of, are these guys Led Zeppelin? Oh, wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that, they, were, yeah. they had tried that once with the Beatles, like back in the 70s, a band called Clateau. So they just faked it. <laughs> and they just had the phone like, I know for a fact it's Zeppelin. And people would be like, that's not fucking Zeppelin, it blows. <laughs> but those guys went out and were able to be the opening act of the Monsters of Rock Tour, where they were not overly accepted. Uh, Travis, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B, I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with uh, Pepe. This is a smash. I mean, my dick's hard listening to it, so... Where do you see thing. the picture to go along with it? Um, that. That's up on the Interabang right now. Uh, I think it's listed under Tits Out, or is that it? Miley Cyrus poses, poses nude for Carl Lagerfeld. Wow, that's a long title. Not safe for work. I think I see that Carl Lagerfeld guy around... My neighborhood. Get a picture of him up Does so I can see what he looks like. Silver hair, black sunglasses yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see him around? I've seen him before, yeah. I see him, um, yeah. I see him when I walk to work a lot around Park Avenue. He's look, like he's out for a walk every morning. He's like a big deal in the fashion world. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's huge. like me. Like, you know what I mean? Nice. Like, I'm a big oh. deal in the fashion world. Are you surprised with all the smashes? Yeah, I am surprised because the Zeppelin fans, you know, they're hardcore. Um, by that, they like yeah. it up in the ass. Yeah. Jay, you're on the run fish show. Party B, million bucks. Hey. Uh, I'm going to go smash. Uh, so much so, I'd like to hear her do a cover of a little tune called You're the Best by Joe Esposito. You're the best around. Yeah. Matt, you're on the run fish show. Hey, Ron, I've always thought that Miley Cyrus was a gimmick, and I'm a big Zeppelin fan, but i got to say, that was a fucking smash. 
Well, I mean, it's a gimmick doing an impression of a gimmick band. And that's what's great about it, you know? It's it's pure carny. Look, I was expecting to hate it. I, I don't like any Miley Cyrus songs. But hey, she pulled it off. Well, you know, for me, Plant always sounded like a girl. And now here's a girl trying to sound like a guy who sounds like a girl. My fucking head's ready to implode. That's way too meta for me. We just got incepted. Yeah, I guess... It's fucking, it's like Inception. Like, we're fucking four tiers into this oh, thing right now. Um, but I also like when a chick sings a song to another chick. You know what I mean? Well, sexy. Yeah, she didn't change. I hate when they try to change it to, man, I'm going to leave you. Boo. Yeah. No, thanks. Come on. You know what everyone wants to hear. Um, I, I found out that, uh, Mike, uh, that Carl has been very nice to my caca over the years. Got him started in the fashion business. Oh wow! Yeah, you know it was very. Fun. I was down with my parents this weekend, and uh, my mom asked me. Now my mom's eighty four now. She goes, "Do you own the rights to the Ron Bennington cupcake?" And I said, "No, I don't own the rights." So she goes, "How much money do you make off it?" I goes, "This always I'm coming back my way through each cupcake." <laughs> I said that there's a cup there that they have to put change in every time there's a cupcake. Just a piece. Yeah. And she goes, well, put that away. Put yeah. that money away, because when you get to be our age, you'll, you'll wish that you wouldn't have spent it years before. All, all that cupcake money. Yeah. She's always telling me just to save everything. It's <laughs> a good idea. I don't know how to tell my parents there's no possible way I can live as long as you guys, after what I've done to myself. So there's no reason to save. Yeah, there's no reason to save. Save for what? I've destroyed. Make it rain. Just make it rain on a daily basis. Uh, Tom, you're on the Run and Fez show. I like the fact that the show's uber gay Fez doesn't know that the man's name is pronounced Carl Lagerfeld, and Fez calls him Carl Lagerfeld. And then he said field. So here's the thing. Fez isn't a gay gay. No, he's an asexual gay. Or just asexual. Yeah, there's no asexual. I don't know if you can be an asexual gay. And now with fucking 2.0, it's got me fucking nervous that he's out to replace. He's in Fez's spot. Yeah. He's bringing up gay things one after another. Bashing naked young women. He's suddenly a Bucks fan. I hate the Bucks. I love tits and pussy. All right. That, that's No 2.0 here. You're not as convincing anyone. I bet that Indian girl he hooked up with was just some Indian dude. He's oh, Middle East. God. Get it's it right, East. racist. It some... was a, it was a fucking delivery boy <laughs> that was delivering his fucking Thai food. Thanks, thanks and he, the... he pretends he's with an Arab princess. <laughs> Grub Hub. <laughs> See how he always goes with it instead of you know what I mean. Fights yeah. back. Greg, you're on the run for this show. Greg. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. First time. Uh, you know what? I'm a huge Zeppelin fan, and I gotta admit, I uh, I kind of like the song. And I was thinking this morning that rock and roll is kind of dead. And then I hear that, and I think, well, maybe uh, maybe it's not so dead anymore. And uh, you know, good on Miley. I think it's good. Well, you know, it's never going to be completely dead until all of us are dead. You know yeah. what I mean? We're all good. The people who love rock and roll will have to die. But and that will happen. I guess then the EDM heads will take over, and that will be like the classic music. Of and they'll the bitch that these new robots don't do the shit that we used to do. Steve, you're on the Run and Fez show. 
Hey, uh, Smash all the way, big Zeppelin fan. I but I can hear all the teeny popper girls because as to your point about changing the lyrics in the background, I'm like, oh my god, is Miley a lesbian now? They're ruining it. Um, yeah, but maybe they like it. You know, that whole younger thing, they're not caught up as on sexual mores the way we are. Yeah, right? they're you down know? for whatever. You, you you guys are down for whatever, right, Shelby? We say whatevs, but yeah, yeah we're down for it. So, like, if there's a dick shows up in your face, you're like, whatevs. Yeah, if, okay, I gotta go with this dick. Yeah. Something's gotta happen to it. All right. It's not gonna suck itself, Shelby. Uh, J-Bone, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's up? I mean, first, to get it on the covers, there's plenty of crappy covers. Look at Fish. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> so they are great. True. They're great. Loving Cup, they do a great cover. <laughs> okay, well, you got one. Uh, Ronnie, you see the Phillies game yesterday with Papelbon? This is a very funny thing. Because I'm with my pop, I'm watching the Phils instead of football. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, you know, acting pleasant. <laughs> Uh, but Papelbaum just blows this thing, and my dad's like, why aren't they pulling him? I'm like, it's the end of, the, of a meaningless season. Why not see what the kid has? Yeah. What's the problem? It's like watching somebody in practice, not having a good practice. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so he blows the save, and then he's walking off, and he grabs his dick, just walking towards the field. Yeah. Shakes his balls at everybody, <laughs> and then swears that he didn't do it on purpose. I mean, it's classic Papelbaum. The guy's a redneck hillbilly, but it's too funny. Yeah, that that was like a great move. And like I've seen so many baseball players grab their dick, I can never tell whether they do it on purpose or not. It's constantly Although, happening. Yeah. This, this was a complete heel turn just towards the crowd, walking off, punches the shoulders, really gets a big hold of it. The the Daily News got a great shot of it, like straight on, unbelievable. I don't know where our team is on this. I don't know where Tappy is. I'm just so concerned. I'm so worried about Tappy. Tappy 1 or 2.0? See, that's just one Tappy here. <laughs> I can't even make a fucking move without it being changed. I want to go 2.0 and Tappy and get rid of Shelby and Fez because those names aren't working. Uh, Kara says, I'm starting to think that Shelby uh, 2.0 making out with an Arab is like Fez dancing with a Canadian. David says Ronnie should be able to wet his beak in the cupcake game. <laughs> the number one seller. You should be getting a piece. Shelby sounds like AJ poopy shits. I love chicks with their tits and pussy. They have those, right? Yeah. Rose says Miley Cyrus isn't a dirty hippie. She's just dirty. Fucked as garbage. Jesus. That's a little harsh. I remember when Zebra was going to be the next Zeppelin, says Spider. Your old buddy Fuck says Shelby is a blatant homosexual. If Fuck says it, it's got to be. What are you writing? Line two. Gina Bisconte called him. The man who's got it all. Gino! Yo, dude! Did you see your boy Papelbon yesterday? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. He's such an idiot. I think it's classy. I think it's a way to deal when things aren't going your way. <laughs> he blows a four-run lead to, to the Marlins without Giancarlo Stanton, and then he grabs his package. Look at it. Those are the only two balls he has control of that whole inning. <laughs> Um, 
Hey, uh, you're still in this thing in a big, big way. Uh, you're still in the Highlander contest. Week one, you want four and zero oh with your sexy picks. That's right. Daddy's not messing around this year. He's on the Encarabang. There's a certain level of professionalism that's uh, required to be on that side of the Well, yeah, you you are correct about that. How'd you do week two? I. Stumbled week two. I got a full of myself and had a bunch of reaches. I went one and two, and I had the Eagles laying three, to, uh, getting three tonight. The only one I hit was uh, was Shelby's uh, what you call Buccaneers. I had the Rams uh, in that game. And that was a tight one. That was a tough one. It's it's tough to pick games this year, Gino. It's really well, tough. It's- Especially at the beginning of the season, yeah. when when bad teams don't know that they're bad, like the Jaguars stink and the Raiders stink. But hey, they show up on the field. We're one game out of first. Look at the Chiefs yesterday. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I had the the Broncos. They're an abysmal team. Alex Smith is terrible. Uh, Jamal Charles can't stay healthy now. They have no receivers, but they go out there and play Denver, and they're like. Hey, if we win this, we're tied with Denver. And, you know, they take them down to the wire. So, yeah, that's all you got to go with Daddy and she has picks. Because he'll take, you, he'll take you to the promised land. All right, I can't wait for this week, dude. And uh, I'm going to talk to you soon. In the Big Highlander, keep an eye out. Jay Moore is tough. Vic Henley is tough. Um, I, I will tell you, I don't know. Where Gaffigan is with this, but he seems to be doing well. Also, I think Eric Stengel's got a real shot. So keep an eye well, on I'm these gonna, guys. I'm gonna have Jay Barker send out a tweet that he likes more Stengel and uh, <laughs> and, and Gaffigan. And then I should be fine. That's that easy. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Gino Bisconte, uh, his sexy picks are up on the Interbang every week, and I'm telling you right now. He's getting that kind of following from gamblers. Yeah. Like hardcore gamblers. A guy sent me a pair of pants and said, uh, I beat these off of my man thanks to Gino Bisconti's sexy picks. Whoa. That's serious. That's serious action. When when you're following Bisconti, and I did, first week... I'm sitting around looking at my my bets that I, I basically just copied off them. Yeah. By halftime, I'm I'm doing bumps and beers and just relaxing for the rest of the day. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Usually for me, it's like bumps and beers, and then oh, I got to make all this money back. It's four o'clock. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Wait until you know that you know. Find out what kind of fucking place you're in. Yeah. You know what they're saying about Gino Bisconte. I survived another week. Joe List has survived another week. Dave Smith has survived another week. Joe List is shocking some people. Yeah, Joe List is, uh, he's got a hot hand. You know, that legion of skanks, I mean, once you get away from Lewis... They actually know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I thought they'd all be out by now. Yeah, I did too.
Big J picking something other than the Eagles and dominating. I know I was shocked. Like, oh, this is. I thought he might not. Just, he might just not make a pick this on Sunday. Nick Turner. Well, that's Michelle's friend. Nick Turner. Some people even said they've had an affair together. Nick Turner. How about one of my favorite people? Bert Kreischer. Who used to listen to my show while I was still in high school. Bert Kreischer. Has survived another week. And he did that while he was bungee jumping into hot sauce or something. Killed it. He likes to have adventures. Yeah. Let's go and check out this guy. Sean Halpin. Sean Halpin. Eliminated. Don't take the chance. They're shooting. Don't touch the I think it's everybody covered. Out this week, uh, Jimmy Schubert, Nick Turner, Sean Halpin, Don Jameson, Joe DeRosa, Susie Espin, Sam Morrell, and Ryan Sickler. Now, here's an interesting one. There's a trio of bets tonight. Only three people are betting this game tonight. And see if you can guess what the theme of this is. Michael Ian Black, Jason Nash, and Tom Rhodes. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah. Michael Ian Black is the reason that Fez doesn't speak to guests. <laughs> it was like seven or eight years ago. We've never brought this up to him. But Fez jumped in the conversation for the last time because of Michael Ian Black. Jason Nash, yeah. let's face it, he makes Fez feel really uncomfortable about himself. I hope he wins. And Tom Rhodes has asked for Fez's job in front of Fez. I'm like I'm liking this Monday And it's Night actually sat on the show. Seriously, what is he doing? <laughs> I want to do this show with you. I am not kidding. So this is Fez's worst nightmare show. They got the He's Eagles not even jumping calls. in now. He's not even jumping in now. It's driving me nuts. I hope they all take the same pick and they're all out. That's that's cutting. Um Here's uh, Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. When uh, Shelby and Jasmine are making out, is there a picture of Forrest Whitaker on the wall and the, the crying games playing in the background? Fucking Shelby, while the crying games on TV, stands with his pants down and his cock out just waiting for the dick scene. It's coming. Hey, Ronnie B. Oh, he wants to go back and hear himself. All right, some people are saying, I did not ever hear the Michael Ian Black. What happened? Well, we were still on 57th Street at the time. And we were, we had Michael Ian Black on the, we had never met him yet. Uh, I'd never done the I'm with him or anything. 
And as we were talking, we were both laughing back and forth. And Fez threw something in, just an off, you know, line. And Michael Ian Black said, what? What do you even mean by that? That's all he basically said. (laughs) And Fez, you just saw him melt down like the witch. Then, like about a week or two later, we were coming over here for the first time, getting in line to get our security pass. And Mike William Black was a couple in front of us. And Fez melted down and said, do you believe this? And then he said to me, I don't want to get on the elevator with that guy. And I'm being nice when I say guy. Wow. You've never brought that up to him, Fez? No. No, as many times as he's been back to visit, I've never brought up that situation. And you've never jumped in with a guest since? Nope. That was it. Why? What would it mean? It just, I just realized that uh, guests just didn't understand what I was talking about. That I'm so- somehow putting out something in a foreign language that they don't get. And how does that make you feel? Not great at all. That's not, that's not a real answer. Not great is deflecting. It just makes me feel like, well, I, I'm the crazy person. And today doesn't even seem to be a good day for you? No. What's going on, Tappy? Just mm. messing up a lot of things. You want some tapioca? Actually, I would. That would be fantastic. Seriously? Yeah. Was that a deflection? I mean, wouldn't you say, what does tap- tapioca have to do with this? Why would you say, yes, I would like How some? How about some tapenade? My, my mind just went to pudding. In more than one way. Now, when you say the guests don't get you, is that because they're not fast enough? Who gets you? I don't think anyone does. I don't think people understand what I talk about at any point. No one? No, maybe you. Man, that's only a maybe. And I'm pulling teeth right now. I'm trying but, to get you into this. But I think even when I say things to you, it's, it's not exactly clear what I'm trying to get out. What are you trying to get out? Your heart? Your feelings? What makes it rough for you, Fess? What's going on in Fez's world? Um, What's going on in the land of Tap? Uh, just a lot of things going wrong and trying to get, uh, get uh, past those. What went wrong today, buddy? Things be- I missed a meeting before the show. Was really slow getting some other things done. And that makes you feel good? No, it makes me feel awful. Mm. Like I just can't function. But I thought you were on the new drug. I thought the new drug was had you leveled. I thought you were level headed Fez. I Which am is, I am more level or else I'd probably be sobbing right now or screaming about something else. Okay. Uh Jordan, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's up guys? Hey, uh, let's see if I get this from Fezzy. Did uh, he just shoot himself in the foot? Because I'm pretty sure he said he just he just took a pick there to get Michael Ian Black out of the Highlander competition. So does that mean he's actually in football now? Or no? It does. It seems like that. Yeah. No, well, yes. I hope no, I, no. I'm about you got picks, caught. Not mine. You got fucking you caught. You've been watching football. And that's why you feel guilty today. Say it. And that's why you're missing meetings and not getting other stuff done. I have not watched any football. Completely stayed away from it. You were doing better when you were on that board. Well, that's Shelby. He needs to be next to the intern who's not setting up the studio correctly. But but you're cutting off the off your nose to spite your face, aren't you? 
Like when you're so mad at your team, you want a team loss, you still lose, right? Oh, yeah. So that That's how it goes in the L column. Yeah, so does that make you feel good or bad? Oh, no, it doesn't make you feel good at all. I don't understand what you're doing then. That's what I'm trying to say to you. And a nozzle's face is just freakish looking. It's really scary. Sertonum's gone. It's taken on Liz Sets Fire and Ralph from Long Island. Um, just dumb big flaming lip stuff. Wow. Fletcher says, sounds like somebody needs a new drug. Greg says, Fez, tap once if you had a good weekend. Tap uncontrollably if you had a bad one. Tapioca 6 says, tapioca because it's jizz-like. <laughs> Bob, you're on the run of Fez show. Fez. Yes. Hello, Fez. Hey, here's what you need to do. Tell Ronnie, look you right in the eye. So next time you call me fucking Taffy, I'm going to reach over and smack you in the fucking nose. Fez, if you do that, I'm seriously, I will have HR in here so quickly. If you start beating me up and slapping me around, I'm going directly to HR. I'll get them for you, Ronnie, in case, you know, the You know what, I'm going to put this down as a threat, even to begin with, Fez. That wasn't me, that was the caller. Do you like being called Taffy? No. Then why don't you say, don't fucking call me Tappy? Because I'm, I was tapping. I deserved to be called that. But you're tapping because you don't know what to do because you got taken off your board by the 23-year-old. Well, if I was tapping in there, no one would hear it. Yes, that's exactly right. You let him bully you out of that. But in order for the interns to be trained properly, he you, needs to be in there, apparently, you, you, which you, still isn't working. You think that I'm going to blame him for that, but that's less of a fucking problem for me. The interns were Chris Stanley's problem. That's why he looked like a fucking idiot today. But again, yeah. you gave up the interns that I gave you as a way of making Shelby look bad. bad. But what I'm trying to tell you is both these things look to me like you don't have control. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like you think, oh, I'm going to give Shelby all my work responsibilities and then he'll look bad. But all I see is you tapping away and this stuff being fucked up when you told me I've got it. But now you're saying I don't have it because Shelby took it from me. Yeah. That's not exactly an excuse with me. And are we having tapioca or not? I hope so. You know, by the way, you've been adding so much stuff to me, too, lately, Chris. you got to keep an eye on the schedule thing. I know. What is your name? Chris Yes Stanley? No. No, it's Yes, not. Ron will do it, Stanley? Sure. Who else, who else wants to come in? I'm glad it. that you're fucking laughing no, I'm, I'm, I, that, was, that was a crazy statement. I, I'm telling you, I know. I know. Fucking putting the brakes on this fucking... Really? Yes. Because I see what tomorrow's schedule look like. Yeah. Crazy. And you're nodding your head, yes, because that's what you do with the booking department. He'll do it. You're the best around. Oh, man. I'm so mad that I don't get to play these things more because this, to me, is the most exciting. Well, the Pete Dominic. Did you get the quotes up, Tapo? No, I got to go upstairs to do that. Why? Why upstairs? Why do you guys ever go upstairs? I'm thinking about sealing that fucking door because that's not going to happen for another four hours. So that means you get beat on it. Um, but I'm thinking about sealing that door. Listen, I'll just throw a brick through that window. It's all glass. I'll throw a fucking brick through it, and we brick it up. And then it's just like a goddamn... It's a time capsule. They open it up in 20 years, and they say, oh, my God, 
Look at all these great sunglasses. Oh my god, an intern was left in <laughs> Clocks, no! How many prizes do you think we have? Uh, I'm going to just go off time ahead and lose 300 prizes. Why aren't we giving them out? We should, be, we should be giving them out five a day. That's conservative, too. Oh, God. Joe, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, um, I know how Fez can cure himself. All you have to say, Fez, is fuck you, Ron. Say it. Say it right now. Go ahead, Fez. I am not going to say that. Say it. I won't. I will never say that. Why? Ron's too good to me. God, say it. He's my only friend in the world. I will not say that. He's been calling you Tappy all day. <laughs> you stay out of my business. Whoa. What do you mean I've been calling him Tappy all day? What does that even mean, Shelby? Why would you lie about that? Why are you in his business? Why are you in his business? I didn't know if it was his business. I mean, it doesn't sound like a real friend just calling you Tappy all day. Hey, Tappy, Tappy. Oh, so now, Fez, I'm not a real friend. Oh, that's Shelby trying to start his shit. Seems like it's working. We're in the middle of a shitstorm right now. I know. Put my umbrella. And now I'm doubting our friendship. I don't doubt it at all. And yet you didn't defend me against his attacks. Yes, I did. I told him to stay out of it. He even said he was going to take you to HR for that threat. I mean, he's, he's right. It's not, these are not, not things a friend would do. He's right. We're not friends. I'm fucking starting now. See your way, Fez. Shelby showed a light on this whole crazy I situation. Know. I never thought of it like that. He's always running it down about the shirt, too. I mean, he's like the least friend you have here. When did I run him down about the shirt? Can I tell you something? Yeah. He left me hanging in a meeting he didn't fucking show up for today. I'm not bitching about it. The anti-friend show. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, you heard Fez just defend me, so fuck you, Shelby. He got me. You, your BFFs. <sighs> Uh, Craig, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, guys. I'm going to help you give away some of those gifts by allowing you guys to give me one and starting the Million Days of Christmas again. Uh, I'm, just, I'm too annoyed with the Million Days of Christmas. The fucking imaging sucked on that last year. I need something big, something boffo, something that's going to drive the kids crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need I need the next dance fucking craze. Get them wet in the pants, right? Yeah. Is that I don't want you to bring me something. I want you to make me something. That's what I'm fucking trying to say. Prize time. We got plenty yeah. of them. We start shoveling them out of here. It seems like 2.0 is the new idea, man. He's th A, he's taken over the board. B, he's taken over the interns. C, he's pointed out this thing about Fez and I that I didn't even know existed before. He's almost Jason Nash-esque in his way to see into a situation. I'm no like one. Steve Nash right now. I'm just dishing it every Yeah, past your fucking prime. <laughs> I don't know if you watched last year. He wasn't dishing a lot of fucking places that mattered. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Scott. In Tennessee, tell your fucking intern to take their thumb off line four. Scott. Yeah, I was going to see if uh, maybe you guys can play taps to close the show out today. That'd be nice. Do you want to go with Tappy or Fez? Uh, I'll go with Fez. 
right now it seems like all the fucking, you know, the tide is heading towards Tappy. And you never want to fight the tide in this business. You would have known that if you showed up at the fucking meeting. You know? Right now you're locked with Shelby, right? Because you don't know where to go. You're locked up and don't know what to say back to him. He's fucking throwing all these volleys today, and you're just taking it. I'm not taking it. I told him to stay away from me. I know you said it once, but it's not... You know what I'm saying? It's not going into the thing. You want to just go upstairs and, and tap up your thing? I think I better. All right. What if we call him Tapas? All right, that's enough. He's yeah. tapping out. <laughs> go ahead, Fess. Hit the tap. He's leaving mad. One of our things today is he gets to leave if the stress gets too big. That was fucking weird. This is a meeting he was supposed to attend and I missed the meeting. That's not good. Something with us in management. No, it is good. It's good that he doesn't let the stress get to him. He's the best around. Shelby, you proud of yourself for making him upset? I mean, I feel a little bad, but then mostly proud. You're fucked up. Holy shit. Who will we get for interns today? Peter, Peter Lorre. Send me and Peter Lurie. Are we calling Peter Lurie the Big Easy, too? <laughs> My man, Kel. <laughs> What's this? From Casablanca. Let me hear it. As time goes by. You know, he's done other movies. Rick! Have a seat, Peter Lurie. What happened with the setup stuff today? Just confused? Um, that's nah, definitely my bad. I th I thought, um, I checked the first it's, one. Yeah, it's not your bad. You just haven't been trained properly. No. Nah, You're a go-getter. I, I can see I, that. I've been trained properly. It was my bad. It was definitely my bad. Um, He's supposed to be there with you the way... Well, Fez was going to train you to be like a team. But, you know, when the firemen were in the other day, they were explaining how much training they do for emergency situations. And I've always told you... In football, you train for that. Cops train for that. Firemen. Why aren't radio guys training? Just doing it over and over and over. Just drilling. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Drilling. You're a little older than the other interns, right? Uh, I believe I'm 31. I'm pretty okay. sure younger than that. So this isn't like, oh, a lark like it is for some of the young guys. You know what I mean? You want to work in radio. Absolutely, yes. Who are your radio heroes? Um, I'm a sports guy. Um, uh -huh. I'm a WFAN guy. Joe Beningo is actually the guy who made me want to get into radio. That's the guy for you. Yeah. So you want to be a sports guy? I want to be a sports guy. I'm interested in news too. Uh, I like news and sports. Yeah. All right, sports news would be perfect. For Absolutely. You. What's the big sports news story over the weekend? Uh, Adrian Peterson beating his child. What was the score? See what I did there, Chris? Instead of acting like you actually beat the kid, I took it into sports yeah. and acted like, what was the score? Like, what, what did he, Was it a romp? Was it a runaway? What do you mean? I don't know. Well, you know, in sports, you say, let's say the Vikings beat the Saints or something, right? Yeah. When you said he beat his child, I said, what was the score? Yeah, okay? That's the amusing part of what we're doing here. We're making some amusement. And I'm not saying it's straight Joe Benedito. 
But you know what I mean? Is that his name? Did I say it right? No, Joe Beningo. Oh, Joe Beningo. Beningo, you know I don't, Beningo. I don't follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't listen to people talk about sports. Yeah. Like and then their callers talk real fast. Yeah. They have lots of points to make real, really yeah, quickly. They're all fucking... They're all very edgy. <laughs> that's, that's when I hear, and it's not so much the co- the the host, but when I hear sports callers, I think there's people I don't want to hang out with. <laughs> you know, they have lots of opinions. Yeah, and then they always talk about, oh, you know, in a bar. And I'm like, why would you be in a? You're never in a bar. You're just fucking calling sports shows. <laughs> <laughs> you're drunk by in your home by yourself. I don't even know if they're drunk. Like they're cl- closer to nerds than they are fans. Oh, the, I'm talking about the callers. Yeah, yeah. the the sports nerd is is huge, and with fantasy now it's now now they've like become accepted. Like the sports nerd is is the fantasy nerd. The only fantasy to me that's acceptable is sexual. All people care about is fucking sports fantasy now. Shelby, who's your favorite intern so far? My favorite intern, I'm leaning towards the Big Easy Kelly. What's your big problem with Peter Laurie? I don't know. He, he he's he's trying his best. We're gonna get him there. This is why you're Fez. You will not fucking point anything out. I mean, he and does. then you say this throwaway stupid thing, like you don't work in radio, like you're someone's mom. This is why you're two point oh. He does at, tell me that he's going to the bathroom a lot, which it's like, hey, <laughs> you can just go. It's kind of you said that, but then the other day yeah. we couldn't find clocks because he didn't tell anybody he was off to take a piss. Right, well, look, I'll tell and you. Fez had to leave the board and run into the bathroom. I love Peter Laurie, but yeah. I have some reservations. He gets lost a lot. Not, not anymore. I'm getting a lot better at that. I think. <laughs> Where were you getting lost? Around the building. My first couple days, everything looked the same. You know, I was just like, it looks like doom. It looks like the fucking, like you're playing Doom when you're in these hallways. I, I don't I'm just always put... ready to shoot like it was a machine gun. I, what have you been doing the last, uh, let's say, 10, 15 years of your life? Uh, well, the last few years I've been putting up fences. Uh-huh. I was also I was a delivery driver for a while. Yeah. So this is important. You're trying to make a career change. Yes. See, this is why I like him better than the young guys, because he's got out, he's experienced the real world, and he's saying, at 31, I'm ready to take my shot. Whereas Clocks is just a young buck on the way up. Well, Clocks hasn't been in the world yet. I always like a guy who's been out and he's had some life experiences. You're married? No. Uh, ever been married? No. Is there something you want to say? Because this is a safe place <laughs> no, for you. No, no. There's nothing I want to talk about. You've been in real long-term relationships? Oh, what's long-term? Years? No. Not really. You date? Yeah, I mean... You don't date much? Nah, hold you, on. You a lonely guy? Nah, I'm not lonely. It's you know, I'm busy. Bus- too busy to date? I mean, for years, yeah. That's a long... You got friends? You got buddies? Yeah, I got friends. I mean, I'm worried about you no, a little bit. No, uh, you don't need to worry about I mean, me. you're about a, a guy, he's 31, he doesn't date, he puts up fences. I'm thinking, <laughs> what other fence? A it's... fence around his heart? Oh, God. You know what I mean? Peter. You see what I'm saying when I, the metaphor of fences with you? <laughs> yeah, I hear You're you. building fences to keep you away from the rest of the people. I don't think that's true, no. Yeah. No. Here's what I'm saying to you. Drill a hole in that fence. Put your dick through it. Meet some people. You know <laughs> Just I mean? like that? Glory hole, yeah. You ever been to a glory hole before? No. Okay, you're in New York City now. Now you're going to get opportunity. <laughs> you live in Jersey, right? Yes. I see him as a Jersey lonely guy. you got to be careful. Look at Fez. He's older than you. And when he was your age, he was like, no, I'm too busy to date. That's what he said? Yeah. Wow. Now he's too busy to do anything but tap. You don't want to you be know? tapping all day long, do you? <laughs> no, Pete? I don't. No. Right. You guys are definitely giving me something to think about here. Good. Yeah. 
Because I, I, unlike Shelby, I think you got a shot at this. <laughs> I like the way you came in. I like your attitude. I like this whole thing of, like you call it, tearing down fences between you and the listeners. You know, I like the sports stuff that you're getting into. Who's the guy that does all the sports stuff on the Air Bank? Stuart Smith? Yeah. I Stuart can see Smith. him as like a, as a young Stuart Smith. You know? Oh, yeah. You uh, like writing about sports, do you? Yeah. Who's Stuart Smith? I'm going to send you some stuff, Is He's very good. Okay. All right, just get off the fan for five minutes. Instead of listening to the fan, <laughs> be the fan of yourself, all right? Oh, the sports You want to be a fucking fan of somebody, you be a fucking fan of yourself, Peter Laurie, all right? You got it. Tear down the fucking fences. No doubt. You're a fucking desperado. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> You've been out riding fences for so long now. <laughs> You're a hard one, but I know that you got your reasons. Okay. But these things that are pleasing you are going to hurt you somehow. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess, yeah. Sure you do. You're making sense. Yeah, of course. I, making sense, not making fence. That's you right. see what I'm doing? That's right. My boss wouldn't like that, though. You know something? Your boss is a fucking fencer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you know what I, You know what I mean when I say that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like those guys with those little fucking swords? Oh, those, no. What are those things called? Rapiers? What? Maybe. Who else is a fucking rapier? Think about that for a second. <laughs> Who else rapes, Chris? Rapists? Yeah. Rapist, right? Yeah, rapist, yeah. 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 And then what's a therapist? You ever spell that out? It's the rapist, right? Yeah. Oh. Now, who's a fucking therapist on TV? That's uh, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, right? Yeah, Dr. Phil, Phil. Yeah. And who's the Phils? The Phillies, the baseball team. Yeah, they play baseball teams on what? National League, but what do they play on? A field, but when, when a they diamond. run, diamond, right? A diamond, right? A diamond in the what? In the rough, right? And who else is rough? Me, right? But <laughs> but keep going with that. Who else is rough? What kind of game is a rough game? Football. Okay, football, another sport, right? In football, you have a two fucking what? Teams, right? You have two teams, right? Yeah, and you have the home team and the what? The away team, right? Away, right? Away, like push it away, push it away. What do we do when we want to keep things away? We build a fence, <laughs> and we're right back <laughs> it all there comes again. Back. You got it now. Yeah, you are trying to be the fucking away team, okay? Like people in Philadelphia when they watch Doctor Phil, the therapist, who's a rapist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's all coming back around for you, Peter Laurie. Absolutely. Don't f don't fucking miss this opportunity. You don't want to end up like fucking 2.0 over there. Like, <laughs> oh, what would Fez do years ago? I'll just do that now. That's fucking shit. Okay. Shelby's shit, and he's in charge of you. He's a bucket of shit and yeah. with hands. <laughs> But you're home now, And he's Peter constantly Murray. picking the Big Easy over you? Why? Why? <laughs> All right. Spanky, I this... Spanky Frank just wrote in, Virgin, Virgin. You're, are you a virgin? <laughs> no. Did you pay for it, though? <laughs> no. It's not a bad thing. No, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So it's a rub and tug. Big deal, right? <laughs> Those Asian women like doing this stuff. And they're everywhere. Tim Knight writes, does this show even have a producer, a real producer? The answer is no. No. What, Tim Knight? I'm the producer. You, Chris, don't lie to the fucking listeners. I'm not lying. Those who want to know, I guess we're playing Jamaican McSwayze soon. <laughs> 
Stephen Knight says, Fez was all talking, bullying Shelby on Friday. Now he's a nervous wreck, and Shelby doesn't pile on. Well, Shelby doesn't have the killer instinct. I bet one day Fez pulls a gun on Shelby. I don't think so. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie P. What's happening? Good. William Buck. Hey, Shelb, I want to know how good of a friend you are to the show. What kind of magazine would you bring Ronnie when he's in the hospital? Well, he does like sports, so... Probably ESPN, the magazine. I'll throw that right back in your fucking face. Fez is upstairs right now, tapping. Uh, Oscar, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? You're the uh, coolest dude in radio. That's true. Anyway. See that, Peter? Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Did I help you at all today with that fucking metaphor? Definitely. You see how the whole thing gets around and comes back to you? Yeah. Good, man. Anyways, you're a good fucking listen. dude. Thank you. Uh, hello? Yeah. What is that? I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Shelby, y- you're fucking up, man. Like, I don't know what's going on in the back office. You are or whatever, fucking but last, up, dude. Last Friday, you were getting fucking pummeled. You are getting basically heckled by, by Fez the whole time, and you were just coming back with shitty comebacks, like horrible little snarks and whatever. He got, Ronnie B dropped the best line in your defense when he, when he asked Fez how was therapy working for him, and, you, dude, how did you not even think of that? You're just sitting there taking that shit like, like Fez. You're basically tur- you're turning into Fez, except Fez is better than you. How does that make you feel, bud? He's, he's 100% right, Shelby. I don't think I'm Fez 2.0. I don't. I'm not. I'm not upstairs right now. I mean, until yet. But look, yeah, you, you've moved back into him. his hole. You were out of that hole and you moved back into it. You didn't have to take care of the interns, and now you got yourself doing it. And I see you doing a shit job with it. I moved back in because I thought it wasn't being run well. It's not being run well today. You know, this thing. The interns weren't fucking trained. Hicks looked like a goddamn moron, like he's some fucking daydream Johnny over I know, there. I know, Had his fucking thumb up his ass when the show started. I hit that button, no, it happened, no, nothing. There's only one guy I trust on this show today. Exactly. And that's fucking Casablanca's own Peter Laurie. <laughs> I'm I, the one who screwed everything up originally, though. You remember that that's part, That's so right? fucking cool that you step up and take responsibility. When a piece of garbage like Chris Stanley <laughs> won't do it. No, I'm and all fucking man. Shelby 2.0 <laughs> trying to fucking dodge everything, get, tries to get out of the way. And you step up like a fucking man's man, like a man among men, you know? Nah, he's he's a stand-up dude. Can I tell you something, Chris? Can I fucking mean this? Yeah. You you shouldn't even be able to shine this kid's fucking shoes right now. (laughs) You know, I'd probably do a terrible job of it anyway, even if I was given the shot. I'd probably get some, I don't know, something on his pants. Yeah, jizz probably, right? (laughs) No, that was an intern. you fucking love him. (laughs) I'm calling HR right now. No, don't. Do not do that. No need to get them involved. Sharky says, and he's very fucking moved today, um, that this guy is putting up fences to keep someone out. Just like me. That's what he's saying. Dave's Not Here said, the fencing apparatus is called an epi. Is that true, Chris? An epi? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. You ever hear of a fucking epi pen? Yeah. Who had that? I don't know. Who came in here pushing the EpiPen? Oh, God, oh, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, and what did he do this week? Beat his kid, right? He, what he was the score? Discipline. You see what we're doing? <laughs> see where I'm going with this, Laurie? Yep. You know what? Forget fucking 
Peter Larry. You're starting to remind me of you, Larry, right now. You know what I mean? Like, like you came in here as a doctor house, if you will, yeah. and you house this cocksucker. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'd say he's more of a jazz musician. <laughs> Slash actor. A jazz man makes it happen. A bit. Chris Stanley sucks his dick. I don't like this version. Isn't that the actual version? <laughs> no, that's some weird different version. Now everything's weird. Yeah. Tapmaster's upstairs. Shelby's bucket of shit. Peter Laurie's telling us about fences. <laughs> um, hey, Psycho, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Roddy, how you doing today? Hello, Roddy? Yeah. Hey, just wondering if the new intern uh, is any trouble going over bridges or not. I do not. That's Shelby, 2.0. He hates I love bridges. bridges. You took a fucking train home because you were so nervous. I go uh, over and under bridges every day. Why are you going under a bridge? What are you, a fucking troll? He's trying to blow guys. <laughs> He's trying to blow homeless guys. You can fuck ladies under bridges, too. <laughs> yeah, but you're more likely to find cock. Um, I love how Chris says yes to everything, including booking my guests that you approved, and then never contacted after him after I gave him the info. Who's that? The stars on his movie keep getting better. This is Liz sets fire. Okay. How come after I gave the approval to you, you didn't fucking hook up? Might have. Uh, that was my fault. Yes. Uh, Flathead is very fucking happy that I came up with the Clat 2 fucking reference. Yeah, I get sick fucking references, bro. Mm. Polo acts like he's too good to call us today. Really? Yeah. I thought he was going homeless in a week. Living in his car or whatever when he could have just had a great farm. Um, Andrea says, what gig I can't pronounce Lagerfeld. Here's the thing. Fez isn't that kind of gay guy. He's a different kind of gay guy. He's like the contrarian gay guy, right? Because he doesn't like anything other gay people normally like. He's almost the anti-gay guy. Wouldn't that be straight then? Do, do I sound gay when I say gay gay? Because sometimes I worry I come off sound a little gay. It's a little gay. Effeminate gay. Gay gay. I used to know a kid named Day Day. Day Day? Yeah, Day Day Rossi was his name. It's a weird name. I think what happens is when fucking people, like little kids, can't say your name, they just fucking just roll with, like, they'll keep it. Like the little kids fuck up. You ever <laughs> met people like that? No. I never met a guy. I knew a kid named Stuffy because his fucking nephew couldn't say his name correctly, and then everyone ended up calling him that forever. That's, why are you listening to children though? Fucking naming Th adults. This is the thing that you don't understand: being a fucking only child. Yeah. Children run the fucking world. I hate it. They don't know anything. They're children. There's no information. You don't inside fucking their know anything either. <laughs> Ryan, what is it? Your mouth breather. Hey man, uh, what's up, guys? Yeah. Hey, uh, is there any chance that you are going to get rid of the contract for uh, having Fez up there? Here's the deal. 
we're all concerned about Fez not having health care. It's a nerve-wracking thing for us. If he didn't have his health care this summer, what would he pay? A million fucking dollars? He's bankrupt. Easily. I mean, he had so much surgery this year. There was two. Tri- there was two long trips to the hospital. One was a heart. One was he got a new fucking spinal fusion surgery. Yeah, yeah. that should be ten million. It sounds to me, it sounds like the t- ten million dollar surgery. I'm not kidding you when I say this. I lay in my bed at night and think Fez has to have health care. Fez has to have health care. Fez has to have health care. You know what Fez lays in his bed thinking? What's that? How can I get over on Ron? <sighs> How can I do less? How can I get sent upstairs? Well, he thinks that? Yeah. Evil. Hold on, Spider gave me a way to contact Fez. I'm going to get in touch to him. Fez, are you ready to come back downstairs? Stop. I'll meet you by rail. Stop. Flats wants to know if you want it to snow in New York this weekend, Chris. Yes. Wait, is that? Oh, is this code? Just by saying it is a code, is that fucking <laughs> the stupidest thing you can do? Sure. No, you just broke the fucking thing by saying is that code. Oh. <laughs> you just broke the code. Until we get new code, we can't even do it with you. I know this. I know this is about you. And I'm going now. I almost, instead of calling him, what is it, Peter Lari? I almost called him Peter Luger. Like he's fucking bringing everybody's steak. Steak man. Steak but I know once you got in the room, he got very quiet. What do you mean? But you don't say any words. Why? Well, you know, uh, no, I'm waiting to be talked to. You know, no, it's your show. It's our show. That's what I'm saying. You're my intern now, right? You're my go-to guy. Uh-huh. All right? I feel fucking safe with you, dude. <laughs> you know? How, how many days have you done radio? Uh, this is my fourth. And yet I feel like we've been partners for years. Wow. When I see you sitting That's like cool. that. Okay? Yeah, it's real fucking cool. You know who else is fucking cool? <laughs> Fonzie, all right? We're all going to be little fucking Fonzies here. Okay. All right? You be cool. <laughs> understand? You know I from? You see what I did? Hey. I did a, no, we went. I was Pulp Fiction. I did a fucking sick, sick movie ref, bro, for you right there. Go ahead so we can hear. So he knows he's not in the fucking cloud. Oh. What are you doing, Chris? The, the, Get your shit together. <laughs> the template fell off. The template That's fell off. That's nothing to fucking brag about. I'm not. It's your job I'm not. to make it fucking cool. It's on. Yeah. Oh my god, look how long it takes to get to sick Here, movie. Sick bro. movie refs, bruh. Great, Chris. Sick movie refs, bruh. Do you understand you're missing the fucking timing? Oh yeah, completely. Didn't expect the temple to fly off. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Chris Stanley. The second he fucking gets his nut, he's making a sandwich. You don't want to fucking end up <laughs> like him. You want to learn how to treat women properly. <laughs> That is inappropriate. But everyone likes a sandwich, right? Yeah, but not at that moment. <laughs> you got you know, you to refill the tank. <laughs> he's, he's wiping his dick off with Wonder Bread. If you think that's a fucking good thing, <laughs> then you're wrong. Oh, he's, well, he's, you need that fucking bread in a heartbeat. Hey, please, give I would it not to eat me. his jizz bread. I know you would. You and that little fucking Arab hill with yours. You got, Did yeah. you see her over the weekend? Yeah, she was... Uh, Leave. She was going and I was coming. And we I bet you were. Yeah, yeah. Climaxing. Did you guys give each other the fucking, hey, how you doing? You just play it real cool. Yeah, it was like the awkward. I I was like, oh, God, here she comes. And then it was the, oh, hey, how you doing? Where can doing? we see a picture of her? Can you take a selfie? Like, hey, let, let me show the guys at work how pretty you are. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll maybe I'll do that. Hey, you're leaving. Let's just take a selfie real quick. Are she are you friends oh, with her on Facebook? Did she give you a smile like we're gonna do stuff later? No, she was kind of weird about it too, which then just made me feel bad. <laughs> That's why you gotta fucking be cool, dude. You gotta, what are we here? We're a bunch of little fucking Fonzies. What does Fonzie do? Hey, with his thumb and he's none of these guys saw fucking Pulp Fiction. Do you know about? Did Quentin you see Pulp Fiction? Yeah, no, I've seen Pulp Fiction many yeah. times. Actually, what's the same with the little fucking Fonzies? Um. Pumpkin, right? And the fucking Pumpkin diner. And honey bunny. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson. And what's his fucking? What's his uh, wallet say? Bad motherfucker. Yeah, that's who you are from this point on. Cool. You're a bad motherfucker. Cool. All right. You get it. You get it? I do. All right. Uh, David, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. What's up, Ronnie B? Hey, hey, uh, Ronnie, uh, Greg Norman, over the weekend, uh, he stopped heading some club and, uh, just about cut off his hand. He did a selfie of himself, but the picture they showed of him with his, uh, chainsaw, did you take a look at it, how small the chainsaw was? I don't give a shit about this chainsaw or anything else. I mean, you don't follow golf, do you? No, I you're can't a sports guy, you, you hate I, golf. I hate golf. What other sports do you hate? Do I hate? Yeah, I mean, just I don't despise. Know. I mean, I don't really hate any others. I hate golf. It's boring to watch. And that's um, the only one that you hate? That I can think of. I mean, well, like, like the Olympic sports aren't much, to, you know, like running. I don't, I don't watch people run. I don't like I don't like NASCAR. What do you do in football when someone's going for a touchdown? You just shut your eyes until you feel nah, like they got there? No, I mean, what's exciting you hate NASCAR? in football? Yeah, I mean, it's... You hate NASCAR. In football, like, there's a bunch of guys chasing the guy running, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying yeah. to kill that guy. And I'm talking, like, track and field. They're just running around in circles. I hate when they take one of those make-a-wish kids, they let them score, too, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think it dilutes the game. Those kids deserve deserve that win. I mean, you know, they got so little time left on the planet. Some of them fucking end up beating it, though, and that kid should get tackled. <laughs> oh, no, if the, if the kid lives, yeah, then you know, all bets are off. Then they find him and take it out. But if the kid, you know, ain't going to survive. You're sure. going to end up bringing back his tumor by tackling him like that. Oh, no. I'll meet you in the summertime. Ugh. Ugh. What else has happened with you this weekend, Chris? I got to go to break in a second. But I yeah. just want to check on you first, because it seems like there's been some bad feelings between us today. <laughs> well, you know, being told that I'm getting all these demerits and I'm going to get off the lacrosse team is Can really weighing on my mind. Look at that fucking kid right there, that fucking Peter Lari. Yeah, that's everything you used to be. He's young, he's fresh, he's a go-getter. All right. Yeah. You, you're old, you're tired, and you're a sit-downer. I'm beat up, used up. <laughs> Tappy hasn't come back yet. No, and there's no there is no sign or sound of Tappy, which is getting me worried now. Considering that I'm going to break up the office. I got to take a break here. I want to say hi to Janice though. Hey Janice, how you doing, sweetie? Hey Ronnie, how are you? Good, honey. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just got my gift. <laughs> What'd you for get? Winning. I got uh, Todd Rundgren. Well, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a wizard, a true star. Oh, my God. I love that album, too. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love Todd. You love Todd Rundgren, uh, Peter? Yeah, like? I'm indifferent. I mean, you're indifferent. I don't love him. <laughs> what songs do you like? Um, he doesn't like I'm football. A bi- I'm a big- <laughs> hey, relax. I'm a big, uh, I'm, sorry. I- I'm a big Tom Petty fan. 
Yeah. I just saw Tom Petty in concert last week. That was awesome. Who was he with? He was with Steve Winwood. That's a fucking great show. It was a pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you go with? By yourself? No, I went with a few of my friends. Two buddies at your age? Yeah. That looks fucking, you know, are they single guys still? Uh, one of them is married. Yeah. What do you do? Ask him about his life? No. So, look, you got a life. No, his life looks miserable from my seat, to be honest yeah. with you. Sure. You're living in the garage. Things are going well. Exactly. Hey, where are you living? I live in Tom's River. But you live with family? You got yeah. your own crib. Okay. No, I live with my family. Never moved out even once? No, I did. Um, I, I, went out, I went to college after high school. I was in Virginia, and then when I dropped out of college, I was out on my own for probably like seven, eight years. What, what took you home? Uh, get, I was going to get back into school. That was the plan, and then I started driving. So that you know took a few years off of school, sure. few more years off of school, and I sure. finally I finally got back in. I like this kid, Janice. <laughs> He's doing all right for himself. Holy <laughs> oh, shit! Uh, still here. Great place to be. It's Tom Rivers, isn't that? Uh, I like Kevin Smith area. Like, Tom's River. Uh, yeah. it's, nah, it's a little bit south of there. It's yeah. by like Seaside Heights. Okay. It's like the Jersey Shore, you know that show? Yeah, I'm very familiar with Jersey Shore. Yeah, it's that area. Chris is always talking like, he's always saying, get it in and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, DTF, get it in. I'm always GTLing. That's yeah. Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's up to, he keeps me up to date on that. Yeah, I love it. Cool. See, there's a situation. He's sober now, for the time being. I don't like that. And then there's the unit, his best friend. Yeah. And of course, Ronnie and Sammy Sweetheart, we all love those two. We got a break here. Uh... Jazz, I'm so glad that you got your Todd Rudgren. I'm sorry that Peter Laurie doesn't fucking approve. No, I approve. <laughs> yes. Not my cup of tea. Thanks for nothing, he, Pete. He shushed me. You know who fucking loves Todd Rudgren? Who? Tom Petty. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, all right. That's the reason you got into fucking music in the first <laughs> Is place. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I have a What's your favorite Petty song? American Girl? No. Uh, <laughs> I can't even pick one, man. Yeah, because you don't know him, do you? Because you're not a real man. Tom Petty fan. No, I love Tom Petty. But give, it, give us, you know, roll some off. Uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Uh, Latter Day. Here Comes My Girl. I really like that song. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> what? Go ahead. Oh, uh, man, You're So Bad. It's a good one. Mm. What? You really go deep. You go deep into this fucking catalog. <laughs> you want me to list them? They're all hits. It's Tom Petty, man. They're all hits. Just because you're talking about rock and roll, I don't want you to say man the whole time, okay? Right. This is in 1938. <laughs> Sorry. You're not hanging around with a bunch of fucking zoot suits. All right, look. I'm wearing a black t-shirt, all right? Yeah. No suit for me. Yeah. You're wearing a fucking black t-shirt like you're going to a Metallica show. <laughs> I'm going to raise the fist. Of what? Metal Child? Metal Child, yeah. That's fucking sabotage. You follow them at all? No. Come on, dude. <laughs> this is your favorite right here. I ain't really sure, but it seems I remember sing one with just a little bit more. What do you mean no? Ah, uh, you don't want to hear me sing. I would do no, want to hear sing. you sing. Come on. Sing. You're not really going to make yeah, it. Yeah, God damn it. Damn Hear those pipes. <laughs> this is radio. You're never going to be a second time. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> jump it. on in. Can, can we get to the chorus? I'll no. Sing with Leo. Here comes my girl. I'm done. No, you're good. Keep it going. Here comes my girl. I'm really done now. No, you're good. <laughs> she looks alright. She is all I need tonight. Every now and then 
I'm done. Yeah, because you don't know when he's not the fucking chorus. <laughs> you don't know what he's singing. You're about. not a Tom Petty fan. <laughs> wow. It just seems so useless You surprised me, Pete. What? Pete Laurie. I thought you would love the fucking sing. No, nah, I thought you were like I want to break in the radio. Yeah, I want to break in the radio. I want to talk on the radio. Though. Well, you got you know. to sing before you talk, just like Is that true? you got to fucking crawl before you walk. Did you, you sing? Know? Yeah, you did. That's how I fucking came in. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe you can help me out then. Trying to. We're yeah, playing your Tom Petty music. I need some voice there lessons. Here comes my girl. Which walk, Peter Lowry? <laughs> All right, we got a break here. We'll be right back. Uh, coming in, Greer Barnes. You got to be able to follow him. Greer Barnes. Let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. Greer Barnes. Let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. <laughs> I'm Fisher. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99 It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Stepping in to uh, the show right now, and you can't follow him. Greer Barnes, let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. <laughs> Maybe the best thing I've ever heard about a comic in my life. Greer Barnes is here. How hey, you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. By the way, did you know what Tell and Louis C.K. were going to do that bit? Uh, no. Uh-uh. I had no clue. I was sitting in my um, in my house, and I watched that go down, and I'm like, I cannot imagine <laughs> a better compliment in the history of comedy than those two guys saying, I don't want to follow that dude. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, I got a bunch of texts like the next day, like 100, you know, 100 phone calls. Dude, you see it? You see it? Why? Yeah. I see what? I see what? <laughs> then I finally saw it. So that was amazing. Do you know who, who wrote the Did Louis write the line, or did it tell just? come up with it off the top of his head uh i'm not sure yeah how, how do, uh, the entire breakdown went but uh i'm sure louis probably wrote it that's very very cool man yeah it is uh you've got a new album out man yes i do it's called uh see what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's my uh first album uh, uh, where'd you record it at uh live at uh the comedy cellar in the cellar. Now, yeah. the cellar is the place that you're comfortable. Yeah, Comedy Cellar is the number one club in the country. Now, a lot of people <laughs> like to go out and do like a live album in front of a giant audience. Mm -hmm. But the original live albums that were done were always done like you were talking, yeah. you know, in small places. Sure, like 150, 200 people. Yeah. 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 There's always a, it's such a different vibe because, A, the comedian's not screaming right. to everyone. Yeah. And B, as a listener, you feel like you're in a small room mm -hmm. as opposed to a giant place. Sure, it's a, yeah. lot, it's a lot more intimate. You yeah. Know? And then all of that flavor is just stuck in that tiny place. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember when I was a kid and comedy albums were still big, I thought not only was the comedian cool, but anyone who got in. Like, anybody to me, I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know where Richard Pryor even is, but to know that and know how to get there yes. would, would have been amazing to me. Mm. I remember no matter what the... The albums always even seemed better to me than, like, watching a comedy special. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was a way more of a magic to it. Yeah. You um, feel it. You get yeah. that essence of what they're going through and pulling forth. Yeah. 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 But I always thought to myself, these have got to be, I don't know where the purple onion is, but they've got to be the hippest people in the world <laughs> to find this. You know what I mean? Um, all right. So the album is out. See what I'm saying? That's available on iTunes right mm -hmm. now. Uh, we're doing that football contest you went out in the first week. Yeah, I didn't even. I thought week. it was still. Y'all cheated me, man. Because yeah. I thought it was still uh, preseason. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you not a big sports guy? Yeah, I do, man. I'm you big do sports like. Guy, but... Now this weekend there were the two the biggest sports story. Again, is another controversy. Mm -hmm. AP. Hitting his kid yeah, yeah. with a switch. Now, did you watch any of it too, Chris? Did you see them running this at all? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Charles Barkley was the funny, because some people were outraged. But Charles Barkley, and he says, hey, I'm from down south. We hit our kids down there. For you know us, what I mean? That's what we do down, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, down south. We use we take a switch off the tree. <laughs> <laughs> now, where are you on that? On, um, uh, on AP? Um... I think the man should be punished. I don't think he should. I don't think any man should lose their uh, ability to make money. You punish them by right. taking their money away from them. Uh, AP, that that that's horrible. You know how we are in America about yeah. child abuse. That that drives us nuts. Um, he yeah he uh, he shouldn't be playing this Sunday. I think uh, the weirdness there is he you know said, look, this is the way I was punished as a kid. Mm -hmm. I think it worked. So now I'm going to punish my kids that way, and we're like, no, no time has passed you exactly. by. Exactly, and you, and yeah. you figured that's how the way you would change. Yeah. From that, you should learn that. Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't have to do it this way, but right. maybe this way. You know, like with my kids, man, I I, I clap my hands and and they whoop, they chill out. See, I you know? I <laughs> I said this that when people say, did you ever hit your kids? I said no because I never had to because mm. you could drop. Your voice a little bit, and the yep. kids, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you do the, hey, don't ever, you know yes, what I mean? Like, yeah. I would do uh -huh. what I consider my dad's voice. That's <laughs> what I would do <laughs> to my kids. Yeah. But my parents probably would have been arrested today, either for when they smacked us, mm -hmm. or the... Okay, mm -hmm. I'll see you later. Yeah. Like we, you know, in my neighborhood, we'd actually could say this to my mom. We're going camping. And just leave, you know. And sometimes we'd say we'd have a tent in the backyard or in the woods. But we would be able. And now people would say, where are your children? How do you not know where your children were? All of our parents would have probably gotten arrested yeah. back then. But, I mean, you take a look at us. I, I don't, you know, I don't think we turned out that bad. So that's that's the hardcore thing. Now, Chris, you don't have kids, right? No, no, Can no. Can you no. imagine hitting a kid? You know, like spanking maybe? Right. Yeah, I don't know. But not, not, not. No, not, that's about it, I would think. Because I've seen ch other people's children, and I could easily imagine myself getting pissed enough, like, yeah. stop. Just <laughs> fucking stop what you're doing. Well, what about you, Shelby? I would never hit a kid. Like, there's so many other ways to go about than swatting them, even on the butt. I mean, that's such a that's like a weird thing, smacking them on the ass. Like, in such a weird... 
thing to do. It's not sexual when you do it. See, here's, here's what I think. You know, it's like if you're negotiating with anyone, do not take it off the table. You know yeah. what I mean? A kid has to think, mm-hmm. just like when you're with a cop, you have to think it could get physical. Yeah. You know danger. what I mean? There's danger in the yeah. situation. But if we yeah. ever said a cop can't handcuff or a cop can't do this, people would get more aggressive with yes. cops. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking grown man, and I still think if I get pulled over, even by somebody younger, I gotta fucking play it cool until I'm out of that situation. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the authority, right? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't play games with them. So a kid does have to think. I'm talking to a larger person, and I just like you in life. You know, if you if you treat somebody some way, mm. Shelby, you can get hit for it. You know, but I'd want the relationship with my kid that we would know. Like I, he's I'm not gonna hit him, and we have the respect that I wouldn't need to have the threat of violence to put him in line. Yeah, but some of those kids, you they're know, crawling all over the thing. There's you, bad kids. Out you there. have to, you have to fan their ass. You, I mean, a couple of them have to. So I, they I, know. I've almost hit strangers' kids in restaurants. <laughs> when I, I'll hear Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl, like they're saying the kid's name over and over, yeah. and I'm in the next fucking booth, and I'll say, "Do you want me to handle this?" Because I will fuck Carl up. Carl, yeah. You don't hear your mother? <laughs> Seriously. And they sit there, and the kid is not an adult. They're acting like a child. They're acting out. Mm. They have to understand. Yeah. That's the way the world works. But now they still have that bad behavior in them. Now they're just not doing it because you use physical violence on them. I, it seems like using physical violence to stop somebody from doing something doesn't really solve the problem. No, it doesn't. But you, if you let kids run ragged, yeah. they're going to grow up and they're going to be bad, period. Yeah. Like, they're not going to pay attention to any authority. They're supposed to get the idea of, of authoritation or, or the person who's in charge. They're supposed to understand who, what, where, and how. I respect my parents. I have to. Else I'll get my ass banked. You can't go out into the world thinking I can do whatever I want. And then that kid will end up behind bars or doing something sick. And, yeah. and most of the time we do things because we don't want the punishment. I don't want to pay my taxes, yeah. but I don't want to I don't want to be fucking tied up with the IRS. Yeah. So I say to my accountant, don't fuck around on this. Yeah. You know, when he's like, well, maybe we can. I'll, no. I'll actually say, look, don't fuck me up with the IRS. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to do. Because I don't. But if it was up to me and you could just get away with it i would go for it i mean to me the guys i grew up with the the guys that turned out to be really scary or when everyone gets their first lockups the guys that don't care mm. you know what i mean mm. i like i'd have a friend who went hey dude his six months that's nothing and i'm like you're gonna end up doing fucking 20 years yeah. because you should be appalled mm-hmm. by j- by jail you should be mm-hmm. crying yeah. that first night yeah. it shouldn't be looked at like a badge of honor yeah. yeah, and that's the guys that do fuck up, that punishment doesn't bother them at all. Mm. They don't care, and that's when they're gone to the world. And there's some kids, I honestly think that there's some kids, because I knew some growing up, that you could not fix. They were unfixable. Yeah, yeah. you know? Like Michael Myers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From Halloween, not the actor. <laughs> no, actually both of them. I don't think either one of those guys stands a chance. But it is a hard thing to do. When See, here's the thing that you're saying, 
Shelby, you don't want to have the kid afraid of you. If he's not afraid of you, is he going to be afraid of the traffic in the street? Is he going to be afraid of strangers? You know what I mean? Like, you have to get him to understand this is not a completely safe uh, world. Mm. I think the bigger issue of, like, that he wouldn't be afraid of traffic in the street, not that you're, like, not using violence on him. Like, that would be a bigger problem. That's what I'm saying. You have to start to teach him that there are limits in the world. Yeah. And a kid will run into the street. Yep. They will do it. They'll run into the street until they get hit by a car, and then yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I get it. So before they get hit by a car, you want to associate some mm -hmm. pain yeah. with that experience. <laughs> like the squealing tires or the car almost hitting them. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I'm not even making this story up. I had four kids on my block die because we used to run all over the place mm. when we were kids. And then, you know, we'd be at the funerals and shit, and they'd be like, oh. He, and normally one kid got chased by a dog, ran into the street, got hit by a car. <laughs> Another kid, they were messing around on this kind of go-kart thing with no helmets. That would be completely illegal today. <laughs> completely illegal. Another kid was riding his bike through a fucking stop sign, got fucking nailed. Yeah. Coming down a hill, which, by the way, we all used to ride down as fast as we could and run that hill. stop sign. Yeah. That's what it's there for. And now yeah. I think all those parents would be considered bad parents. Yeah, that's bad parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was 1970s parenting. You know, yeah. that was the fucking point. Yeah, they were they were just getting out of that hippie <laughs> stage and becoming Republicans. Yeah, they were just about <laughs> to say, no, we get it. But see, the thing is, you don't have kids, right? Do not, no. It seems easy when you don't have kids. Yeah. It seems like the easiest thing in the world. No, you got no plans either, right? I can't imagine it. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> I could see him having kids. I could see him having one kid. Thank with that you. little Middle Eastern girl that you were hiding with from the landlord. Sure, I mean, a mixed race kid, they're always cute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do agree with that. I don't know why that is, but it is the best thing that we possibly do. Amerasian killed children, beautiful. Lisa Bonet, to me, at her peak, the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Lisa Bonet's still looking good. Yeah, I saw her in something recently. What was she in? I think it was like a drunk history show, and there's like no drop-off at all. Hmm. I haven't seen her lately. I always thought she was fantastic, though. Yeah, she is. <laughs> so this could be perfect. She's Middle Eastern, and you're half Jewish. Yes. A perfect. <laughs> I like it. We'll cure Change, everything. Changing the world here. Although you'll probably have a kid who hates themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Who do, who do I go against? What about those kids that actually like pain, now? Like the cutters and stuff. Yeah, I don't get I don't that. think you could punish them. No, they're punishing themselves. Yeah. You need to put them in a, a padded room. My thing was, I was like a cutter, but of other people. I always, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> when I felt bad, it was, I would lash out. Um, a cutter of other people. Uh, Chris, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Chris. To teach him a lesson. How come we don't hit uh, Adrian Peterson on a kendo stick every time he commits a penalty? Um, well, are you saying that adults don't get hit? No, I'm saying uh, to be taught a lesson. I mean, if it's good for uh, to teach his kids, I say every time he gets caught for holding or offensive penalty, 
I'll say bust out a Kimball stick and give him 15 yards. Right, no. What if what if we did this, though? What if you said, that this could be great, 15 yards or 15 whacks with a cane? <laughs> okay, Do depending upon the yeah. of, 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 of Raj doing a penalty? Yeah. All right, five-yard penalty, five lashes. Okay. I would love this is actually an improvement to the game of football. Because you would be like, first of all, in Philly, everyone would have to take the shot. No one <laughs> would be. <laughs> no one would be permitted. <laughs> Call it the Adrian Peterson rule. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doling out the hits, though? Uh, well, you're going to get hit with a ref by a small ref. <laughs> but a kendo stick is still going to hurt. So you're going to want to go up against like Vernon Davis and give him some smack? Right on his ass. Giant. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Vernon Davis will start and finally wear a jock. Because um, <laughs> have you ever seen Vernon Davis running in slow motion? It flops. It's unbelievable. I mean, it goes from the left side to the right side. Crazy. Left. And I'm like, you've got to wear a jock, dude. Him and Frank Gore. I it's just th- packages fucking all over the place. <laughs> Frank Gore's another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. He refuses. And he says, I, I'm not. Not wearing a cup slows me down. I'm not but doing it, it. It's one thing not to wear a cup. You're not even wearing a jock just to keep yourself. Yeah. He just has that bulge. <laughs> it's real. It's, it's, it's distracting now, while watching football. When when I played like football as a little kid, we had a coach that would come around and smack everybody in yep. the crotch to make sure you yep. had a cup. That guy would go to jail. By yes. the way, yeah. Today, he yeah. Would. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all my little league coaches would have went to yep. jail. <laughs> And that was part of it. Just yeah. a tap in the, in the groin. Pop. Yeah. All right, you're good. Yeah. You know, you keel over. Not only do you have to run around the field twice, now go put your cup on. Yeah. For no, your own protection. No kid could feel good about a cup. No. Running in a cup when you're a kid was like the was most the uncomfortable the thing worst. ever. <laughs> um, here's uh, Lewis. Lewis, you're on the run Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah. my, my question to you guys, um, for any of you guys out there that have more than one kid, how do you go about disciplining those kids if one is good and one is bad? Do you, do you beat them both equally, or you you just let the good kid go and you always beat the bad kid? Oh, I would say this, and Greer said the same thing, I don't think that you have to hit a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be pretty far gone. Yeah. But yeah. again, I don't think you yeah. want to have them know mm-hmm. that you have no plans to hit them. Exactly. You have to have something to fear somewhere, yeah. somehow. Yeah. You have to get to that point where, look, man, you made this happen. I've told you from here to here to here to here. Yeah. Now you've gone past that point. You crossed over into the wrong border, dude. And you're going to stay here with us. <laughs> See, AP was interesting because when they came to him, he said, yeah, I hit the kid with a uh, with switch. No. He did not know. He did not know we didn't try to hide it. This is a guy, and he was in here last year. Sweetest guy you ever mm-hmm. want to meet. Jesus comes up constantly. He's a Bible guy. right? And he felt like, yes, mm-hmm. I am doing what an adult and a parent is supposed to do, yeah. and I'm making a good kid. And he's shocked. Yeah. Shocked that people are upset yeah. with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he said, he comes from that. I know a lot of people. My mother came from that. Yeah. You know, my grandmother, you tear my uncles and mother up if they yeah. do something wrong. And you look at them now, and these are the people who are, you know, disciplined and, and you know, working in society, functioning, right. you know. Like, I, I wonder about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, <laughs> right. like, like you, they didn't know anything was a little off with that dude. Like, he was eating some other stuff long yeah, before and I, this. And I don't think an ass whooping would have changed his uh, whole 
dynamic. Yeah. Like that's that's just innate. Like people are just gonna. Some people are just born evil. They're born bad. Yeah. They're born evil. Yeah. I know a family. They had three kids that were. They were like. There should have been paintings about them, and their fourth kid was a fucking maniac and there was no stopping him and i'm telling you this he was kicked out of catholic school he took a beef shot from a hustler and taped it up in the church up on this stained glass and everybody i mean we couldn't believe it we were like he can't be, i mean he was a legend this fucking guy got shot by somebody and was a, like a wheelchair gangster after that he oh, was shit. still until the day he died. And I remember when he died, I just felt like, well, that family must feel relieved because the rest of them, they were like the all American family. And he was raised the same as them, and there was just no stopping him. Mm. He was just a man on fire as a little kid. Wow. Just every crazy decision he made, just he just didn't care. He was just off the fucking hook. He was he like he lived in the old west. You know, he was just, there was no stopping. And then finally, you know, he OD'd and died. And I thought the family must feel like, but he was like still causing crimes from a wheelchair. You're like, you, you're still you you're paralyzed and you're still crazy as shit. He was a wheelchair and still was like a little afraid of him. <laughs> sure. But there's some guys you can't stop. Yeah. You know? I grew up with a guy like that. He had everything. His parents gave him everything. He went to all the private schools. Yeah. He just liked leaning towards the dark side of yeah. the force. Like, he was just... Right. And he wound up being killed, you know? And it is, you know, it's there's some people that you look at them and you're like, he's heading for the wall. Mm -hmm. And they can... Well, just think of how many people that we've seen with amazing amounts of talent. Right. Right. And they're heading for the wall, and everyone knows it. Yeah. You know? And everyone likes them, and everyone thinks the world of them, and doesn't want them to fuck up, but they can't stop themselves. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know? They're enjoying it. <laughs> um, here's uh, Howard. Howard, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, I, I just wonder, have you ever seen, like, a father that was afraid of his son because he hadn't corrected him as he was growing up? So you're say, saying that once the kid gets big enough to beat mm -hmm. up their old man, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah my, my brother, he would not spank his child, his boy. And his boy at 14 pulled knives on him to back him down. Wow. Wow. And, and my brother called me one day, and he was talk, we was talking about it. Wow. And, I mean, his son would call him a motherfucker, a son of a bitch. And I asked my brother, I said, Tommy. I said, what would have happened if we would have done that to our, our dad? Yeah. <laughs> they said, dad would have put us in the floor. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, I, and I was never abused. Mm. I was hit one time by my father when I was 15 because I thought I was bigger than him. Hmm. And all, all it took was one shot, one good shot <laughs> yeah. across the jaw, knocked me off the porch over a fence, and I got up and I realized I never wanted to take that man on again. Yeah, good. So, well, so if you don't, if you don't show them that there is going to be a reaction for yep. their action, mm -hmm. you're shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, like, my mom did most of the di disciplining in our family, but when my father showed up, shit got serious quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. there wasn't 
any stuff. Now, for me, what I would do is no matter which one of my parents hit me, I would always go down like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yeah. That was my <laughs> defense, was to hit the floor, roll over, you know, bounce off his shit. And my, my, my dad used to call me the bad actor because I honestly acted like a stuntman because I wanted to just to show it's over, dude. You, you got know, me. this thing is done. We don't need to have this go on anymore. Count the lights. Yeah. He barely came in contact with yeah. you and you're flying over the couch. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was WWE time. I go over the top ropes for him. You know, but that's when it all stopped. It got serious really, really quick because I, you know, I, I can't imagine what these people had to put up with. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Hmm. We're not allowed to bring it in now, but it wasn't just me and my brother. I had, you know, I had an older sister who did some crazy shit too. <laughs> but that's all changed. Yeah, you know, we were keeping that down. But yes, that's that's what happens. You just say, "Oh, I get it. There's rules, and everything's going to change as soon as you, you know, abide by these yeah, rules. Abide by the rules." Mm. Um, here is uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm actually, I work in a hospital for psychiatric patients. I work with uh, kids, teenagers, yeah. uh. and it is just unreal, some of these kids. There's just nothing you could do with them. Mm -hmm. They just don't care. There's nothing. And even beating them, there would, there would be nothing that could stop them. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just insane. And there's some of these kids that are just like that. They're never going to learn. Yeah. And they will. They'll wind up in jail. That's what's going to happen to most of them. Now, Jail or even getting killed on the street. Like, it's unbelievable, you know? Mm. Do you think it's a mental disorder? That they, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, I don't know how you deal. I mean, yeah. most of the time, like I said, I got two really nice people that I raised, and I would say most of it is luck. The rest is their mother. And, you know, mm. I did whatever I did. Yeah. But most of it, I think, is just luck of the draw. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Some people are just pleasant people, mm -hmm. you know? They don't want to go around hurting other people's yeah. feelings or taking their stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> My kids never even nagged me for stuff. You know how like you see some kids they have to have something? Yeah. My yeah. kids are like, Yeah, Christmas is coming. You know? Oh, this oh, is nice. nice. That was just them though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see other kids and they're like if they don't get everything there, they act like they were shot. <laughs> I don't know what you can do with these. Yeah. It's almost like you you wish that you could just have someone once you have the kid just Take them away, and then return them in eighteen years. Like get Perfect. One of them English nannies. Yes, those English people are like, "I'm your father. You're heading off to school for the next fourteen years. Good luck. See you around Christmas. <laughs> Bring your report card with you." Greg Barnes is sitting in with us. His new album, "See What I'm Saying," is available now on iTunes. And this was all done at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Now, did you plan the whole set out or? Um, no, nah, over a couple months we were just uh, yeah. recording, and you yeah. know, there would be nights where I would forget to do a certain joke, so I would do it the next night. And, yeah, and, you know, we got them all together, and my producer Matt Lipton, <laughs> I'm crazy, <laughs> and he, uh, you know, yeah, he sat down, we sat down, and he worked his magic. Now you, you had that trust in Matt. You had oh, to say, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And he's a funny stand-up comic, too, by the way. But the material that you guys shaped together, was it leading up to that? Or did you think, how is this different from a regular set that I'm doing? 
Um, yeah, because we were going to put it all together, like yeah. 55 minutes, you know, right. just boom. like. But you have a casual nature about you. Yeah. And I think that's why you put audiences at yeah. ease. Yeah. But this is permanent. You can't be too casual no. about permanent stuff. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's etched in stone. That's, yeah. that's finished. That's <laughs> yeah. You certainly don't want a special that years later you're going, what was well, I Yeah, what was doing? I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> What the hell was that about? Where did I get that joke from? Yeah, there's a lot of things that you'll go back and, uh, particularly with political guys, mm -hmm. and you're like, man, they were really caught up in this one topic <laughs> yeah. back there in 1983. You know, because there was like, if you did something in the 80s that was. Um, you know about Nicaragua or something it was a big deal at that time mm -hmm. but now people who even lived through it don't remember yeah. why that was a big deal uh, you Iran know? Contra and all yeah, that yeah all that yeah. kind of shit yeah. Yeah. was so important at the time and then years later it isn't mm. that's always the funniest stuff about um, doing current events stuff yeah uh, and now some there's some like you could do an OJ joke today mm. and it would mean the same thing. Yeah. But there's plenty of things from years ago. Like, I don't know if you had a Kim Kardashian joke. I don't know what kind of play that's going to have years <laughs> from now. You know, people be like, what? Does she have a large ass? Yeah. Who is she? What was that about? Uh, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> All of Eminem's videos are now seeming really outdated. Really? <laughs> like, like why? Where was his head at? Like his, his earlier videos, there was a serious stuff, but then he did those joke videos where he's shitting on Carson Daly and Christina Aguilera. <laughs> right, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And he, oh, he's making fun of um, Tom Green <laughs> put on the butt. Like you don't even people don't even talk about Tom Green that much, let alone the fake butt bit. <laughs> yeah, so right. It looks really weird. That is funny though, but that that's the weird thing about humor. Um, you never know. Uh, Jack in Colorado, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, you know, I don't see anything with Adrian Peterson disappointing us. I, I, I'm having a tough time with your phone, dude. Are you still there? I think he said he doesn't see anything wrong with Adrian Peterson disciplining his child. Is that it, Jack? I'll call us back. Because I love to have that call. Because he did leave marks on the kid. Sure. You sure. Know? Like when my grandmother would hit me with a belt for, yeah. you know, going under the bed and playing with matches and right. setting the bed on fire, <laughs> which yeah. I, I did. Uh, she she hit me with a belt and, and it... I mean, it didn't scar, it didn't cut, right. it didn't bleed, but it left what was what was called a welt, you yeah. know, like a swole, a swelling. I think yeah. I got hit in the eye, it swells up. That's all that was about. Right. Now, being that he hit him... With a, a a switch, which is what old black folks call it. It's called a switch. Go and get me a switch off the tree, boy. Take yeah. the leaves off. You know, and that's where those marks, those cuts came from. Right. That's what they hit their kids with in the South. He's from the South. Yeah. So, and, you know, that, yeah. Everybody, everybody in the South is probably like, oh, okay, you know what? <laughs> Maybe he should have stopped. But, yeah, he should have whipped that kid's ass. Yeah. You know, because in the South, people don't play. <laughs> you know. Now, the switch thing is really old. Yes. And not hitting your kid is still a fairly new idea. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're only looking at, you know, probably 25 to 30 years that the even books said don't yeah. smack the kids. Yeah. Probably you know? the 90s is when it started rolling around for, like, for real, like, don't hit your kids. Yeah, I yeah. think by the 90s it yeah. started to be accepted. 
you know. Mm. But we're talking thousands of years before that. And the switch, you know, was, you know, literally the spare the rod, spoil the child. Yes. You were considered a bad parent mm-hmm. if you wouldn't have done the switch yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I, to me, I thought the interesting idea was uh, the fact that AP didn't know, mm-hmm. was yeah, unaware. Because he got it. Yeah. And probably if he has brothers and sisters, they got it. Yeah. yeah. I, he yeah. told every single detail to the cops. He handed over everything. He, yeah, he didn't, he had no idea. You know. He was like, yeah. And then he said, maybe I got a little carried away. But, you know. But, you know, I, I, I told the mom that, so it's yeah. fine. And he knew the kid had a doctor's appointment, like the next day. And he said, "I wouldn't if I thought I did anything wrong. I wouldn't have let him go to a doctor's appointment." Take it. Um, here's uh, Jack. Jack, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, sorry about that, Ronnie. All right, we got you back. All right, go, buddy. Hey, what I was saying is, it, you know, it's refreshing to see a guy actually disciplining his son rather than wait for the state to do it. Number mm-hmm. one, and you know, like you said, Adrian Peterson is a Christian, and maybe he's just following that Christian belief, that mm-hmm. biblical. Please, you know? uh, what what exactly does it say in the Bible that would cover this? You, you you already covered it. Basically, spare the rod, spoil the child. All right, is that is that in the Bible? I thought that was even an outside saying. I don't know. I, I, thought I was, have no idea. I'm not yeah. a good Christian. I have no idea. Yeah. When my grandmother said it, I thought it was from the Bible. Yeah, that's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, here's Tom in Albany. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Tom. Yes, uh, sorry about that. I apologize. Go ahead. Um, I, I wanted to follow up with, um, I'm actually a therapist, and I can clearly remember, I know you're talking about the use of uh, corporal punishment with kids, and I remember being in grad class and this issue coming up, when it's appropriate to actually uh, spank or hit a child. And surprisingly, and I know there's probably therapists that will disagree with me, but I remember distinctly hearing that if someone is putting themselves in um, themselves or others in direct harm, then it is an appropriate course of action. So, for example, laying matches and putting a bed on fire is would be the warranted example. Running yes. out the street is a warranted example. Yes. Um, and I think that um, it's really the parents' judge judgment that mm. makes that call. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, beat, there's a difference between beating your child and using it as a lesson for when uh, the child is going to harm themselves or others. So uh, I just kind of wanted to weigh in on that fact. That well, as, as a therapist, you think AP went too too far? You think I went too far? No, did AP go too far? Adrian Peterson. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, um, ultimately, it's, you left marks on the body. That is something that typically they say that it shouldn't be um, something that'll leave marks or mm-hmm. cause, like, harm. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a snap out of it, don't ever do that again. It's right. more of a shock value. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, I don't know enough to say whether or not he went too far. I'll, I'll say this. I'm old enough to remember when we got paddled in school. Okay. And there there were kids that, um, you know, some kids didn't mind it and other kids would cry and go crazy and shit. Mm. But we still got hit with a paddle up till, 
I think seventh grade is when it finally stopped because then a kid could come up swinging. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. When you got old enough to start saying, I'm going to fuck that guy up if he hits me. That's when they're like, we're just going to move it to something else. Um, here's, uh, here's Bruce. Bruce, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, what you were just saying, our schools still have paddling in school. We get a paper, and I've spanked my kids in the past, and I've since gotten away from it because kind of like Chris said, you learn so much. But we get a paper every year that says, uh, you know, Sarepta School District uses corporal punishment uh, on its students. I did not know that still took place. Wow. Yes, sir, and you'd have to sign, and and it says... uh, School district uses corporal punishment, i.e. paddling. Uh, I, and you sign your name, hereby allow Sarepta School District to paddle my child. Hereby do not allow Sarepta School District to paddle my child. Or uh, call before punishment is is administered. Mm. And uh, what I always do to my kids, it's probably a little scary, but I sign that they can be paddled in front of them. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and then I turn it in and don't hit my kids. Good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really funny. It's really funny, dude. That's the kind of lies it takes to raise a child. That's right. <laughs> Mel, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, how's it going? Good. Hey, uh, I really don't think AP went too far. I mean, when I was raised, my dad used to beat the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> and you want to talk about leave marks, uh-huh. I mean, it would scare you to see what we look like. I honestly think it's a generation thing. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Ralph Crampton sure. on TV, how yeah. he you know, swing at his wife, boom, bam, yeah, to the bang, yeah, yeah, bang, zoom, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was back in the 20s and 30s. That was accepted back then. Well, it was actually in the 50s and 60s, but he said he was going to do it. He didn't punch her. No. I think, yeah. Yeah. He always threatened. One (laughs) of these days, Alice, one of these days. I think if he would have done it... He would have lost the crowd on that. Like, I don't know if I can watch this. <laughs> See, I, I got smacked as a kid, but I had a friend who used to get beat. You know what I mean? It was a different situation. Yeah. I had a I had a friend with a mean dad, and his and his dad would you know Go punch off. him on the shoulder or in the thigh and shit like that. And I think that we knew the difference then. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell him, just go down fast. Just, just how's, how's that kid dive. now? How's that guy today? I haven't. I, I, you know, I don't think he's ever been in any major trouble since mm. the last time mm. I saw him. Although, I did think maybe he smacked the chick around a little bit uh-uh. when they were like yeah. eighteen or nineteen. Because that, that's the problem. A lot of people learn violence yes. from violence. Yes, you know. Um, I guess we got to break some kind of chain with it, but I'm not sure. If you want to be this thing of you want to tell people, everyone's going to be told how to raise their kids. It's all improvisation. Every Everything is different. Yeah. John in Indiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I'm a probation officer. And uh, believe me, I've been doing this 20-some odd years. And you get a real change in the way uh, parents talk to you about their kids. A lot of them, you know, want you to discipline their kids. Yeah. You know, because they don't want to get in trouble for beating their kids, so they let the court system do it. Right. And it really becomes uh, problematic because then if you go too far, you know, in our state, you can take away parental rights and and basically become the kids' parents, and they hate that. So then you're fighting the parent on top of it. Yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it? It's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and half the kids I like to beat the hell out of, but, you know, legally I can't either, so... 
God bless you, man. How many? Twenty years. Twenty six. Twenty six. I bet you see some awful shit. Yeah, in life, man. Too. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, more than you know. More than yeah. you know. Mm. Uh, all right, thanks, dude. Adam in Texas, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, that uh, what that last caller said about people still getting swats and stuff in school. That shit still goes on here. You have to get uh, your parents sign off a waiver for it. And uh, I mean, that happened to me all through all through school, from you know kindergarten to. Uh, Senior year in school, I mean. Well, in in Texas, in that movie, Dazed and Confused, they let the kids hit the other kids with boards. That was all part of, like, welcome to high school. The entire class. Yeah, now you're going to get beat. The seniors beat the freshmen. Um, But like I said, the 70s, that was a different scene. People used to get way more physical. Than they do now. There's even adults fighting. It was more then, right? People just became the bar fights. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? I'm listening to this agreeable bastard over here. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Hey, man, I had a question. If, if it's not going too far, why did the child have to get naked and he had uh, switch marks on his ass and his nuts? He had to get naked? Yeah, you saying he, he had to pull his pants down. When he got beat. His, yeah. his AP told him to get naked, and he had switch beatings on his ass and his nuts. Yeah. You're telling me he didn't go too far. No, I never said they didn't go too far. I'm saying, do we know where even too far is? The switch thing is what freaks out people up north. But like you said, it doesn't freak out people down south. No, it doesn't. But wow, see, I didn't even know he had uh, switch marks on his groin area. That's a little too much. Yeah. When I mean, when I got hit, it was back, back of legs and yeah. ass. The, the inside of the thigh, the areas like that are really, really sensitive, and now, it hurts. You, you got hit with what? My, uh, an extension cord. Yeah. Or, or, or my grandmother used to call it a strap, which is a belt. Right. <laughs> I, I bet the extension cord would get you arrested uh, today, and, yeah. and probably the yeah. strap. Yeah. Uh, but I remember people that would have the strap hanging up in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it was a thing. <laughs> I didn't have that in my house. My my parents, it was always just off the top of their head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it happened right in that moment. There was no, come in here, I want to talk to you first. It was like, I see what you're doing, and I'm running at you. Uh, Greg Barnes is sitting in with us. His new album, See What I'm Saying, is available on iTunes and Twitter. And when you take some of the funniest comedians in history and they say this about Greer. Greer Barnes, let me tell you something about Greer. I can't follow that dude. Good luck. (laughs) I swear to God, if you don't put that on your tombstone, you're insane. Um, Here is... um, Yeah, let's uh, let's go over to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. How you doing, Ronnie? Dick? Yeah. Um, I'm just curious as to what circumstance could warrant you beating a, ch- a four-year-old with a stick. Hmm. I, I, I'm looking up right now. Possibly be doing that would warrant. It, I, I will tell you, the kid was counterfeiting. All right, that's <laughs> wow. that's gigantic. He was that's running funny. a prostitution ring. I'll let you go real quick. Yeah. You know, whether you're north or south, doesn't your compassion as a human being mm. over... I can't imagine people? doing the switch thing. I can't. Exactly. Wouldn't you feel sorry for the child as a human? Not Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're I, I, I mean... Or you're south, north, east, or west. I mean, 
I couldn't do that because my compassion as a human would not allow me to hit a child. Uh, but here's the thing. Agrair and I just both said, with us, you do that thing and your kids believe you, right? Mm-hmm. And it worked for both of us. Yep. It doesn't mean it's going to work 100%. I don't know what you do next when that doesn't scare the kids. It, you know? But how, scare, how much do you have to... <laughs> We're talking, have you looked at a four-year-old child lately? They're not that intimidating. No, they're not. No, I get it. I have one. (laughs) Yeah, I get it, but you also don't want them running into the street or jumping into a pool when you're not around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, turning on the stove. There's a lot of things that kids can do that frighten you as a parent. Like, I raise my voice and my son cries and that, and then I'm like, to myself, I'm like, yeah. don't get soft. Right. Come on, Greer. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, we're both crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's what I do. I raise my voice or I clap my hand. And he knows I'm being business. But he has to believe that illusion. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, that thing has to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. It has to be an illusion that they have to, they had themselves have to go and test. Let me see if this illusion right. really works. Pow. Oh, yeah. it does. I don't want that again. You know, they got to believe that that this is a serious situation that they're in. And like I say, when you have a person and some people out there are willing to do time, you know, what I mean, like if you're planning on robbing a bank, at most, you're going to get five thousand dollars and get away with it. But it's a five year minimum. Anyone who looks at that deal and mm-hmm. sees it, if you yeah. haven't figured yeah. out that crime is not worth the punishment, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. What yeah. can we do to make yeah. you? Well, that's see just shit. A, that's just an ignorance. That's yeah. just, you're just you're just you're lost. You're a lost cause. Right. If you think the way to go, I'm gonna take what Ron and Fez has, so I can. Nah, yeah. you're not gonna get away with it, dude. And if you're all right with sitting in a cell for the next twenty years, yeah. Then that's where you should be. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. When I was in high school, I enjoyed dealing. I thought it was the funnest thing I could have done. <laughs> Once I got into trouble, I'm like, this was not yeah, as good yeah, as I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was great. I thought it was free money. Everything was great. But the heat has really come down. Mm-hmm. Felony charges, yeah. huh? But that's I have scary. friends who went through the same thing, and they went, that's not so bad. And they kept going on. <sighs> you know, And that's a whole different thing then. When somebody isn't afraid of the downside, yeah. you got a tough yeah. thing to deal with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I remember when I lived in Florida, I had a pool. I used to be terrified a kid was going to drown in my pool hmm. because it happened all the time down there. And you know their parents said, don't go near that pool. Don't go near that pool. And it happens. It's hmm. crazy uh, when you're trying to deal with kids. Kids, their brains aren't fixed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Right. Yeah. Run of Fez, hey, uh, well, it should be pretty evidently clear that AP has no idea how to just set an example for kids. He's got seven kids to five different women, none of them his wife. I didn't know this. Neither did I. <clears throat> so and they released the uh, text messages from between AP and the, the little boy's mom. Yeah, and he he admitted to her that he he said may have hit him in his nutsack. Uh-huh. Wow, Jesus! AP is in huge trouble. Whew. Yeah, wow. he's in huge trouble. And then remember, he had another guy beat his kid. That was last year. Yeah, yeah. It was like a half kid. I think he must I mean, have been a half kid. Oh no, that was uh, when you're the father. Oh. That's your child. Oh, yeah, it's oh, a blind rage. You can't be a half. You could, <laughs> 
You can't have a half brother. You can't have a half son, Chris. That's a good point. You know nothing about biology. <laughs> Zero about biology. You think someone had a half son? <laughs> <laughs> Screw that one up. Um, here's uh, here's Larry. Larry, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, boy. Yeah. You know, uh, not, not that I want to condone hitting anybody in the nutsack when they're four years old, but there is something missing these days, and uh, kids not kids don't even fight after school. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't do anything anymore. We, you know, we, there used to be the after-school fight. Everybody gather around. You yeah. know, you come home with a bloody nose. I, I raise up a kid now. He's you know he's grown now, but all through school he was the type of kid that would have been getting in fights. But he I remember fight even back when I was a kid, a teacher would say to you, "You got to get in the first shot, dude, because he's bigger." You know what I mean? <laughs> like a, a teacher would give you advice, but like you can't keep taking that shit. Yeah. You're going to have to. And I remember a teacher saying, "If you hit him, he's going. He, even if he beats you up, he's not going to want to bother you do, again. Yeah, he's not going to want to keep doing mm-hmm. this." He he likes to pick on kids who don't fight. Right. You know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's some logic to that. Yeah. So I'll do one day of it. Um, here's Mark. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Mark. Ronnie, you sound like a million bucks. Thanks, buddy. Hey, listen, uh, I'm actually from the South, and I remember growing up, I had to go get my own switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's just part of the way we were disciplined. But I do remember I was about four or five years old and my parents used the switch on my ass, but because of me dancing around, you know, the kids going to get spanked. It's not going to sit there or lay there and go, ouch, ouch, ouch. They're going to start dancing and moving. Mm -hmm. And I got in the nuts myself. It wasn't, they were trying to hit me in the nuts. They were just spanking and of course i'm wiggling and trying to get away and uh it hit me and i'm rather sure that's exactly what happened so what's your call on this my call on this is that uh it could have been baby mama drama uh it could have been him going until his side of the story comes out we can well look, look i will tell you this someone tweeted the picture to us of the kid and the kid is cut up and a lot of it's on the inside of its thighs and this is very uncomfortable to look at that's where it hurts man right yeah inside of the thighs that tender area and the 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 switch is it's just a whole different scene man Mm. you know i mean i didn't know anybody got hit with a switch but i'm just you know i'm flat out yankee i was in pennsylvania (laughs) you know what i mean like i wouldn't even know how to make a switch or where to get one you know we were just like regular people. Uh, Candace in Tennessee, you're on the Running Fez show. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I'm a native southerner, and I have children. Um, I don't feel like it's always necessary for a dad to hit the kids just because I know my husband can come in the room and clear his throat, and my girls are yeah. just like straighten up, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, however... I was raised, and I got the switch, like many a time, on the legs, maybe the bottle. Right. Um, And I do feel that, you know, you should never hit a child and leave bruises or marks. That's definitely abuse. But the switch as a whole, I don't see an issue with it. Um, The biggest thing is I just think people don't need to hit kids. You can't hit your kid when you're angry because you are going to leave a mark on I think it's even weird to hit them when you're not angry. (laughs) That's really weird to me. (laughs) Get over here, buddy. I'm going to give you a shot. That's really odd. (laughs) I get being angry. 
I'm not oh, mad no, at you, but yeah. I'm just going to whip your ass. But like I bit. said, what do you do when you're so freaked out when the kid does what Greer does and lit up his bedroom mm. and could have burned to death? Yep. Everybody I mean, that's a in the frightening yeah. thing, yeah. you yeah. know? Kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. No. That's a scary thing. And the thing about it, after my grandmother beat me with that extension cord... She told me, get over here, and started rubbing all of the areas that she had hit me on. Yeah. <laughs> she would do that all the time. Right? See, that's why a lot of those yeah. girls like to be spanked, because they get <laughs> hugged after, you know? Yeah, so it's, yeah. Like, oh, it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way they can get to the good feeling, is to go through the pain at first. So you like that pain, don't yeah. you? So you got to be careful. Um, here is uh, Jason. Jason in Alabama. You're on the run of Fed show. I was just going to say, you know, I was hearing a lot of people talk about this this weekend, and they keep saying, well, it's in the Bible. Spare the rise, pull the child. It's in the Bible. For Adrian Peterson, who's a, a black man, to, to, to say it's in the Bible, he should read the testimony given to defend slavery to fight against the Emancipation Proclamation. That's in the Bible. The South, all of the excuses to own slavery were verses that were in the Bible. We don't go by that anymore. The Bible says that the earth is the uh, center of the universe and it doesn't move. That this 2,000-year-old document is not the uh, excuse to beat your children. Yeah. In the, in the it is some truth that when the Bible was written, they didn't even know there was an America. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what, uh, like, a, like a small view that they had. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and if you're going to, if, if somebody is going to use corporal punishment, there's no reason that they, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but there's welts on this kid a yeah. week later. And some of them on his testicles. Wow. And he should be put under... I hope, I'm not going to look at any pictures of testicles. No, that's Because I'm also f worried about what people sending pictures around. This right. guy's baiting you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, un it's inexcusable what he did. And then to, to, to this whole idea of it's in the Bible... That's the excuse to kill gay well, people. You know, but see, to, that, that's that where, you know, Greer put this up, is like maybe there's a chance to sit down and talk about this without AP being, you know, cast aside. Because let's face it, he only has a couple years to make money before, yeah. you know, they snap his yeah. knees in half, yeah. you know? two years. He's 29. I, give him, I, I can't even believe he's lasted this long. Wow. You know? Off an yeah. ACL injury. Yeah, yeah, off the ACL. Dig it. Um, yeah. That's right. Here's JP in Canada. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, can you hear me okay? Sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, no, listening to your discussion, I, I felt as though I had to make a call. Uh, I was physically abused and mentally abused as a kid, right? And oddly enough, I do believe in the chastising system. I just don't believe in the sporadic abuse system. Uh, the lady that said, don't hit your kids angry, she is completely right. If you hit your kids angry, you are going to cause them damage. And when it comes to my children, if I'm not mad at them, I go cool off before I give them shit. Because quite honestly, I'm worried about hurting my children. I don't want to go through the same epidemic that I went through. I'm uh, getting them beat on, on a daily basis, right? But however, I've also noticed that kids that don't get chastised in any way have a tendency of being little badass assholes who don't fucking stick at you. Mm -hmm. They're just going to do whatever they want because they're not used to a consequence. It's a consequence factor. You don't need to hurt your child. You know, like that therapist said, you got to put the scare factor in them. You got to make them understand yeah. that what they're doing is wrong. And a lot of people nowadays, like since the 90s, I've noticed that children, that's right, in time, they're spoiled little brats. 
They really are. And I sit there and I go, holy fuck, you know, if I was like that, I would have deserved to get my ass. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. It's a tough one. I mean, it really is. I agree with that. A tough one. That scare factor. Like that. Like, they they should be afraid of you possibly putting your hands on them or using a belt or a switch or or, or whatever. Yeah, the scare factor. I'm 100% with that. Ed, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Thanks for taking my call. That's my Uh, job. When you had Adrian Peterson on the show, did you detect that perhaps he wasn't all there? I was. Not even slightly. We had, this is the weirdest thing, it was like a week or two apart, we had AP on the show and Ray Rice on the show, and they both were as gentle as Jackson Brothers. Mm. Like, I remember both thinking, they seemed like they would have been like Jermaine or Tito Jackson's. They Mm. were such nice, sweet, like overly sweet, easygoing people. And then both of them would get in this, you know, trouble. Mm. Never would have suspected it. They uh, uh, listening to another show today. They they said when he shook hands, it was as if he was intending to cause pain on the person whose hand he was. He has a, he had a manly handshake. I do there. remember that. Some guys have tender hands and they mm. don't. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll sit and you know go for crushing it if you can, AP, because I don't think you're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, my kids definitely have a little bit of fear of me, and uh, people say that they're the most polite, but it has nothing to do with my fear. It has to do with my wife. Uh, insistence on good manners and a quality child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, so it's, and it, like you said too, it's also the luck of a draw. Like if if you try to say this is the way to raise a child, you just I, I can't believe it can happen. I think you got to improvise a lot. You know, mm. yeah. my my dad could stop me in the in my tracks with a stare. He could. He had a mean <laughs> stare, but I don't. I think you got to believe yes. it. You know what I mean? Like you have to Dude, believe. I know, I know that look. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, and you get that thing that, you know, that, you know, that they don't want to let you down, that they, that, again, I don't know if I would even push like, oh, you have to do your math and all that kind of, Hmm. like, there's a different type of, some people are like, my kids are a reflection of me, but I think if you just teach the kids more or less just to be polite and nice people, Mm -hmm. they'll kind of like doing it if they know that that's the way to go through life. Hey, you get more bees with honey than shit. (laughs) That's <laughs> true. Greg Barnes is here. The new album, See What I'm Saying, on iTunes. Greer, thanks so much for coming in, buddy. Oh, man. Thank you for having me. This was a great experience. I normally clam up on these things, but Why? You, you guys made me feel really, really Why would you ever clam up? You're I, one of the funniest I, people on this I, planet. I, I don't know, because there are people out there listening. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you what. You're invited anytime that you want to come Thank in. Thank you, brother. I you appreciate know, it. I mean, the, the fact that you're out so quickly in the football. <laughs> put that out of yeah. your mind. That's Packers. done. The Packers. The Packers against the Seahawks. What? But, dude, congratulations on this new album. Too. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. See what I'm saying? It's available now on iTunes. Uh, thank you so much, Greg Barnes. Got anything we push before we go, Chris? Oh, well, uh, Andrea Martin on Mass Tickets still going on. She's going to be fantastic, Andrea Martin. Go to the entirebank.com. Those, that's happening next Wednesday, September 24th at 6 p.m. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Dan Perlman. Oh, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, Dan Perlman, safe. See you guys uh, later. Wow. I love you know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. 
It's now over. But don't worry, you can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.